Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. It's time for the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week on the Patriot. Each week, we'll bring you the games out of the best league in the state. The CHSL Game of the Week is proudly sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, Siena Heights University, The Student Connection, and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Now, let's send it to the Mitten Mortgage Broadcast booth for the call of the game. Here are Jeremy Otto and Chad Bush. Welcome everyone to a blustery day here in Michigan. It's a weird situation here today, and we'll talk about it a little bit all night long, but it's Bishop Foley at Loyola, at Bishop Foley, at Loyola because they are the visiting team here today in their home facility, but this is Loyola's home field it's been that way all year long so they decided to stick with it here today as well there's some weirdness to go with that but there's not a lot of locker room action in COVID times and also Loyola yes they're playing at the other team's facility and the home team but you know they're used to driving anyway for a home game so it's not that weird for them no Loyola's here they earn the right to host this game they have more points they've been the better team uh, just one boo-boo on their schedule, and it was to Detroit Catholic Central, who is in the running for the state title in Division One. So no shame there. One blemish on the other side of the ledger as well with Madison Heights Bishop Foley. They have just one loss. It came uh, back in week six uh, against Riverview Gaber Richard. 42-14 to they lose. So both teams one loss. Loyola more points. They get to host on their home field, which happens to be the home field of the ventures of Madison Heights Bishop Foley. So, yeah, kind of weird, kind of different, but both teams very familiar. No real home field advantage tonight either way. I think that's fair to say. You look at the runs so far for these two teams. For the ventures, they've been tight games and games they've had to come back in. Kind of a shocking result in the pre-district due to what they did to Madison Heights Madison the week before in week six of the regular season. Week six. 34-2 victory. Madison missing a few players from what we know. They came back and made a big impact as well. 27-24, to the final score. Foley still squeaking out the win. But nonetheless, I think you talked to Brian Barnes, and he's a little bit, eh, I don't really like the, you know, the, <laughs> the concentration maybe going down the stretch here. 34-30 win against another good Detroit Central team without their best player in Justice Tuggle. We saw him get injured in the Divine Child game. But nonetheless, that's a good win for the Ventures as well. 
They are to this point. They've won two playoff games and in a district championship game for the first time in their history. So that in itself is a cool thing. Very cool. And these ventures uh, look back on, on, on this season and, you know, they're in a position now where they've won a couple tight games. You can look at it that way. They've been tested and they've won tight games. Uh, Loyola, you can't really say that. <laughs> they have not been in a close game really since back against Cranbrook Kingswood. That was a fairly close game, if you want to call it 13 points. The only close game really this year for them was Divine Child. So I think it's good to play a tight game, Jeremy, and, and advantage fully. They've played two close games, if you want to give them credit for it. At least they've played in games and won and survived in advance last week against Detroit Central on this field, the first part of the doubleheader that we called the nightcapper for, 34-30. to 30, They knock out Detroit Central, threw the ball all over the yard. We'll get deeper into Foley. We'll get deeper into uh, Loyola and the Bulldogs as well. We t- called the last game for them as well a week ago here today, 7 o'clock right here against Clintondale at Bishop Foley as well. That was a 31 to nothing final tally. That was a Dragons team that had some fight in them, though. I mean, that first half of play, they were toe-to-toe with the Bulldogs in terms of score. They were limiting their offense, and then Loyola just kind of got it going at the end of the second and, you know, took advantage of the, the whole thing in the third and fourth. Yeah, Loyola came out, wanted to establish the pass, couldn't really get it going. Went back to Old Faithful. They've got four or five really good running backs. They let them run. They got confidence, and they won. They did what they were supposed to do. Um, Clintondale did, did give them a fight, but not really checks as a close game. Uh, but they were tested and challenged at times. You're right. It was, what, a 6 nothing game late in the first half mm-hmm. or a one-score game late in the first half, to your point? Absolutely, it was. Uh, so the score not really indicative of what happened in the first half. So, yeah, Loyola's had some tests as well. I'm interested to see what they do tonight and, and how they work their offense against this Foley team, a team that they feel, I would think, Loyola, that, that they can overpower, especially up front. They should have the advantage on the, on the offensive and defensive lines and be able to establish the run, control the ball, and do what they do best, just pound and grind and beat you down. So in the third and fourth quarters, I mean, you're just gasped and you're beat and you're just gasping for air. That's what Loyola does to you. So uh, it'll be a fun one, though, tonight. I think we're going to have a contest in our hands, buddy. Remind you, you can follow us on Twitter at CHSL on WDTK. and that's at CHSL on WDTK. We just retweeted uh, a tweet that I, I tweeted out a photo of you doing a really nice job oh, in no. action, wiping down the windows. <laughs> You made these windows clear last week. They were a little foggy for you, so you came in and said oh, enough no. is enough, along with our fine public address announcer here for Loyola here today as well, and you guys in tandem along with our on-site engineer, Alex Westfall. It's Pat. It's Pat. Yes. Let's give Pat his props. <laughs> he came with the tools. Without Pat, we were nothing. We were not going to see clearly through these windows. But uh, Yeah, thanks, Pat. That's, uh, that is ultimately thanks to Chad Bush and everybody else here at Loyola. And speaking of Loyola, which we look at on the right half of the field Tuning up there, the Ventures on the other half on the left, they're wearing white and black, while Foley wears the light blue to our right, and those are throwback uniforms. They're looking sharp out there, huh? Loyola is in the throwbacks. In 1997, they opened Loyola. They had their first football team that year, and tonight they're wearing replicas of that 1997 inaugural season team, and so kind of a cool thing to see uh, for Loyola. Those are some nice-looking unis. We might have some trouble 
uh, finding them. Almost like the Dallas Cowboys uh, road uniforms. Yeah. Which should be home uniforms, but they're they're road uniforms because they're the Cowboys. Because <laughs> they can't. Because they can't. Because they're still America's team for some reason. And they get every national game. Yeah, uh, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we digress. Nonetheless, we are going to look at some of the other games around the Catholic High School League as well. We're hoping to have another extended run into the postseason like we did our first five years of this fine Catholic League football game of the league. The last year was the first time we hadn't had a team, at least one team, make it all the way to the state championship team, so or state championship game. So we will update you on everything in terms of uh, what we have on who's played here today. Most have. There's only this game and another one around the MHSAA today left in this district final matchup. But we got a good one. It's the Ventures and the Bulldogs coming up shortly here on the Patriot. Stick with us. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Hey guys, Chris Sabonic here, mortgage broker at Mitten Mortgage Lending. As a broker, we're licensed to work with several different lenders to help find the best rates and costs for you on your mortgage. Working with multiple lenders means we're going to have a variety of programs that are going to help suit your needs, everything from conventional, FHA, VA, and more. Uh, when you work with us, you're not only going to get the best service, we're going to make sure you get all of your questions answered, and we're also going to be able to make sure we close your loan in less than 30 days. Call us today at 734-922-2252 or find us online at mittenloans.com. NMLS 1723481. There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic university in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.sienaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you. Hello, friends. This is Robert Dempster, host of The Positive Patriot. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's all that simple. Or just pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. The CHSL Game of the Week continues next. Hey, Warrior fans, this is Sean Belegian cordially inviting you to join us back on the highway right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 AM 1400, The Patriot, every Saturday until December 19th, we get in the time machine and we head back to 2011 and look back on that magical season right here, 1 o'clock on Saturdays on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Take a look around the Catholic High School League, sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union here today before the kick of our fine game of the week between Bishop Foley and Loyola here in Madison Heights. Other games, either yesterday or today. Yesterday, the Chelsea Bulldogs hosted the Brother Rice Warriors. Brother Rice drops that game 23-0. That's the first time they've been shut out since week four of 2018. So we knew that that was going to be a tough task for the Warriors. That's a pretty good Chelsea team, kind of a team flying under the radar, but I think uh, that stamps them as a team to look out for in Division Three. 
Yeah, I think Chelsea's the favorite, uh, and I think they've been a legit favorite since they punked uh, River Rouge mm-hmm. earlier this year. Uh, that was week one or, or week two or three. Yeah. I mean, they went up there and just lambasted them, and, and that was right there a sign that, whoa, something's up. And we thought, well, we, I'm not going to throw you in this. No, <laughs> I didn't even get your thoughts on this. I, I do want it. I thought at the time, though, the River Rouge was, was just down a little bit. Yeah. Come to find out, they're not really down at all. It's just Chelsea's really good and, yeah. and probably the leader in Division Three. I think there's some other teams to throw in the discussion there. Muskegon sure. is one of them. Mm-hmm. There's others, right? Yeah, it's a, a, always a tough matchup, uh, you know, coming as the brackets kind of come together west side to, you know, all the way around the state. So it'll be interesting to watch what uh, those Bulldogs can do for sure. Yeah, and two teams left carrying the banner of the Central Division. Is yes, that right? yes, De LaSalle is uh, on to the next round. They picked up a 36 to nothing cruise of a win over Port Huron yesterday. They'll take on Warren Mott. Again, remember, that was the De LaSalle team that just had two wins coming into the state playoffs. But this speaks to, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it speaks They're a little bit to They're sliding under the radar. Yes, they are. De LaSalle sliding under the radar. Hey, that team very well could go. Uh, I mean, they could get to the finals maybe. And we haven't seen them in a while, so not exactly sure where they're standing. But Brady Drogosh threw defense three touchdown so passes. And, Man. you know, if he can get going a little bit with yeah. the defense, I think it can be a team. Brett Stanley, a, a dynamic right. guy on both sides of the football, too. So that's a team to look out for. T Ford. Yeah, and you, and you look at it right now. I mean, we're nine games deep. So this is, Ford, pardon me. This is where we normally would be if it was a regular year mm-hmm. in terms of regular season games. So you give Dan Rohn a pass maybe in his sure. first year in COVID times trying to institute a brand-new offense. I mean, they go from the wing tee to really wanting to throw the ball quite a bit. There, There's a lot of factors there that can add up to maybe a deep run going forward. It's impressive what Dan Rohn has done at De La Salle this quick. As you said, a new program, a short season, and they come out and make some quick noise in the Catholic League. They beat Brother Rice in week one. Yeah, no, this was a this is a team that's um, that's headed for big things, and Dan and that's Division Two, is it not? Correct. Yep. Yeah, Division Two. So, what's their path from from that standpoint on? I guess we'll we'll get deeper into that yeah, later. Yeah. So they'll play Warren Mott. But yeah. We'll have Warren to dive Mott. a little bit deeper into the brackets sure. uh, as well. Yep. But to three wins in a row, obviously uh, heading in with only two wins in the regular season, so it's been an impressive feat. Thus far, over in Division One, the only team in the Catholic League representing there this year as normal, White Lake Lakeland, fell to Catholic Central at one o'clock today, forty-five to seventeen. That's a Catholic Central team that's nine and zero. Declan Bile, fifteen for twenty-two, two hundred and eighty-three yards and two touchdowns at the quarterback position, and Owen Semp, four catches for ninety yards and two touchdowns. Boy, that wide receiver core. That defensive line, those linebackers, yeah. you, you just list every position that's so deep. CC's a legit contender for the state title in football, Division One. Make no mistake about it. They're a legit contender. They've got all the pieces you need from coaching to personnel uh, up and down. They're, they're really equipped for a, for a title run here. I don't care who's in their way. They're, they're, they're going to make some noise in Division One. They're not done. Davidson will be their matchup next week, which is a, a little bit Fine. of a Bring challenge, them. but uh, it'll be interesting to see. But I'm with you. They're they're rolling. They have uh, they're deep at a lot of positions. They're really rolling in that pass game. 
for the first time since they've kind of changed over from the wham and it's looking good yep depth all around and, and, and you alluded to it owen semp again today with a big day they've got weapons all around in and in a, in a multitude of weapons on offense Everest Collegiate, another game that started at one, taking on Shrine, another Catholic League versus Catholic League matchup. Shrine was leading 13-9 to midway through the wow. third quarter before Everest uh, ended up you know, scoring some unanswered touchdowns in the end. 23-13, to the final score in favor of a 9-0 and Mountaineers team. And I think, as you alluded to, maybe in this game, the numbers, that may be grinded out because Shrine was down as they... In terms of number of guys even available on the football field as the season went on. Yeah, that's unbelievable. That's that's concerning, really, if you're Everest. But kudos to Shrine for hanging in there. They had to be a, a – I don't know what happened in the regular season there. Blowout win for Everest. Uh, okay. I, I, I thought they handled them pretty well. So kudos to Shrine. They've got a great program, good tradition, uh, newer tradition. And uh, – so any newer with new with head coaching staff. So that that that's hey look, so the Catholic League was down a little bit this year. That was the whispers, right? And, and all of a sudden here we look and we got a chance to see a Division One mm-hmm. Catholic Central Division Two in De La Salle, uh, Division Seven here with Loyola and Foley, Division Eight with Everest. Who did I miss? Uh, that's everybody, right? Because you I said De La Salle, so. Everest, yeah. and, and whoever comes out yeah. of this. So one, two, and seven, CC, and eight. Yeah. Yep, the top two and the bottom two. So you know what? Hey, good for the Catholic League making a statement uh, in the playoffs so far. A lot more to be had there. Those scores for your Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Shifting back the focus to this game that we'll cover here today, Loyola and Bishop Foley. Now time to bring you your Mint Mortgage lending keys to the game. Mint Mortgage can help you lend the keys to your new house. Contact them today for a pre-approval. What do you think? Well, let's start with Bishop Foley. Bishop Foley under Brian Barnes uh, in his fourth year, doing a great job. Um, look, this is a chance for Foley to uh, get redemption. After what happened in 2018, it was a 62-15 to Loyola win over Bishop Foley. Um, these two teams, no common opponents this year. Uh, the, the league, they jumped up. Loyola jumped up a division, right? So they did not play. Bishop Foley has young talent. They're very talented. They're very young. Dylan Goff, Goff is their uh, uh, quarterback, and he's also their all-league defensive back from a year ago. Big shoes to fill replacing the guy at quarterback from a year ago. Was it Braden? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a guy in Dylan Goff, though, that's a gamer, and they're going to trust that he can he can do it with his feet. He can do it with his pass. He's got to really be better. They, they they say he's about 50% passing. They want him to be about 65% passing. Uh, he's, his numbers have trended down in the completion percentage. They want it to rise back up tonight. If they're going to win, he's going to have to be accurate and not make mistakes. He's been prone to making mistakes. He's still learning. He's a young guy. He's a junior. His first year at the helm. And so uh, this is a guy that they really like. But they they, – they, they butter their bread with a guy by the name of Jackson Zeter, who is their guy, a guy that was a sports center, top 10, number one punt return as an eighth grader. And this is a guy that we'll talk about more. But the key is getting their ground game going with, with Jackson Zeter, uh, their running back. Broadcast of tonight's game is a copyrighted presentation of the MHSAA and WTTK, the Patriot. No reproduction, retransmission, 
for other descriptions of or other dis distribution of the descriptions or accounts of this game may take place without the express written consent of the MHSAA and WDTK, the Patriot. We're going to send it to the MHSAA offices in East Lansing. Here's John Johnson with this week in high school sports. John? Clark lead sweep, tournament selection, and perseverance. It's all next on This Week in High School Sports. Hi again, everyone. I'm John Johnson, and welcome to This Week in High School Sports. History repeated itself at the MHSAA Lower Peninsula Cross Country Finals last weekend at Michigan International Speedway. Carson City Crystal's Colvin Clark took top individual honors in leading the Eagles to the team championship. This year we have the most talented group of guys I've ever ran with, and I knew that we could if we worked hard, if we could pull off at the state title, and I was hoping to get an individual one too. Ashton Kiefer also earned All-State honors for Carson City, finishing 25th. The last time the Eagles won the team title in cross country was in 1994, when they also produced the individual champion in Justin Curry. In the girls' competition, Maple City Glen Lakes' McKenna Scott finally had all of her hard work pay off in claiming the individual title in Division IV. The dedication that I have to give up time with my friends to make sure I can run, and at the time, times of saying, no, I'm sorry, I can't have a sleepover tonight, at that time, I was like, oh, man, it really is all going to be worth it in the end. And just looking back at it, you really have to want it if you're going to win a state championship. You have to give so much up, but still be a kid at the same time. Scott took the lead down the home stretch after Lansing Christian's Madison Bowles went down. Bowles rallied to finish 12th, which helped the Pilgrims win the team title. You can read more about the cross-country finals on the second half page of the MHSAA website. Our This Week game balls go out to the girls' swimming and diving team at Ludington, which won its first league title in 13 years last week at the Coastal Conference Championship. Ryan Rohrer won the 100 freestyle and 100 breaststroke and anchored the winning 400 relay team. And Carson Vanderhoff of Caledonia, who rushed for 343 yards and four touchdowns in a district semifinal football playoff win over Lowell. Back with more in a moment. You're listening to This Week in High School Sports. Everyone in sports is in search of the elusive perfect game. Making every shot, completing every pass, striking everyone out, getting each call right. That's right. Game officials enjoy the competition and seek perfection just like the players do. If you still have that competitive streak and want to help kids by giving back, maybe becoming a high school official is for you. To register, log on to MHSAA.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with Brent Rice. Today we're going to talk about how officials are selected for the MHSAA football playoffs. Just as the best teams advance in the tournament week after week, the best officiating crews advance in the tournament in much the same way. For a crew to be eligible for an assignment, many requirements have to be met prior to the season. Submission of their season schedule making sure that the crew has completed the annual rules meeting as well as a football rules test. Much weight is given to ratings. Each crew is rated by schools following each game as well as observation reports where officiating experts go out and either watch crews work live or on video in making sure that the best crews advance throughout the tournament. Thanks, Brent. You can be a referee. Go to the MHSEA website now to register. Here's a chance. Look out. Salamandi scores. 
Salamani got loose. Got beyond the defenders. And for the first time today, Patrick Woodbury has been beaten by one that got by him into the back of the net. And it's one to nothing. Joe Jason on the NFHS Network at the Division II Boys Soccer Final at Comstock Park Saturday, where it came down to the irresistible force against the immovable object. I'm pretty sure it was Tyler Corstan. She passed it to me. I took a touch, and I saw that the goalie was was a little bit to, to, to my right, so I just shot it at bottom left, and luckily it went in, unlike the 500 other ones. That's Aaron Salomani, who after being stonewalled by DeWitt goalie Patrick Woodbury throughout the game, punched in the game winner for Richland Gull Lake in a one nothing overtime victory to give the Blue Devils their first title since 1993. DeWitt was in the finals for the first time. Detroit Catholic Central in Division I, Gross Eel in Division Three, and Adrian Lenaway Christian in Division Four were the other champions. You can read more about the boys' soccer finals on the second half page of the MHSEA website. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us, everyone. I'm John Johnson. We'll see you next time. We have always believed that every child learns differently, so we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way, in person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. TheStudentConnect.com. Hugh Hewitt explains why all eyes are on Georgia. Let me tell you what depends upon those Georgia Senate races. If both of them are won, the Supreme Court will not be packed. The United States military will not be defunded. There will not be socialized medicine. There will not be a Green New Deal. There will not be an absurd bailout of the deep blue states, and a, a hundred other things if Purdue and Leffler win. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 6 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. WDTK, Detroit. The Salem Media Group, on the NASDAQ as SALM. It's time for the Catholic High School League football game of the week on the Patriot. Each week, we'll bring you the games out of the best league in the state. The CHSL game of the week is proudly sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, Siena Heights University, The Student Connection, and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Now, let's send it to the Mitten Mortgage broadcast booth for the call of the game. Here are Jeremy Otto and Chad Bush. Welcome, everyone, to Bishop Foley High School. Just about underway here in our Catholic High School League football game of the week. None better. Two Catholic League teams going against each other here in the district finals. It's Bishop Foley and Loyola at Bishop Foley, even though it's the home game technically for the Loyola Bulldogs who do play all their home games it feels like we've been here and Catholic Central all season. I mean, we've had a couple other games mixed in. I mean, number one, Catholic Central hosted the Prep Bowl, so that, you know, kind of contributes to it. We've covered Loyola a number of times, and we've covered Foley uh, once here as well. So between there and Catholic Central, we've been to these places a lot, but uh, it's because some of the better matchups in the league have been right here. 
Yeah, and Loyola has been a good matchup and a good game for quite some time. They had double-digit wins from 2011 to 2016. It's a six-year span. They had double-digit wins. They're trying to get back to that this season, but the win percentage is strong. Just one loss this year, 7-1. and That's an 88% win percentage. This is the kind of football that they uh, want to get back to, and it's under Kevin Rogers in his first year, who was the coach of the year in the Catholic League. He's done a wonderful job, and he's got a plethora of talent, especially at the running back position. We saw it last week, Jeremy. And fireworks. And fireworks yes. now. Look at it. It's 4th of, it's 4th of July and, and, and November. <laughs> but I'm excited to see Loyola in this run attack and, and what they're going to do with the run, the pass, and then how are they going to defend Bishop Foley, a team that does throw the football a little bit. They spread it out. And they've got a quarterback that's a little bit uh, sort of a, a guy that can throw it and run it. So a lot of threats, but I'm excited to see Loyola run the football again with all the weapons we saw last week. Uh, Marable, Garrett at quarterback, uh, Ramon Murray, we saw just a, a plethora. Marquez Henderson, this is going to be a fun one to watch. It's your well, and we'll give you other scores around the state, give you what the implications are in this game. We have the whole Division Seven bracket with us. There's some good teams. Ithaca down in Division Seven. They're Yellow making jackets. a run for the first time in a couple of years since they you know, strung off those five or six, whatever it was, championships yeah. in a row, undefeated-type seasons. But they're down from Division Six to Division Seven. Yeah. There is a big score that didn't happen this week because of COVID-19, and that yeah. was Ithaca and Puamo, Westphalia. And Westphalia is a team that Loyola has seen quite a bit in the semifinals and finals over the last 10 years, so maybe a breath of relief there. But it's a brand-new coaching staff. There's a new feel to the program, brand-new offense, so I'm not sure they really care who they're matching up. They're going to try to hit you in the mouth and pass down the gut of the field as well. They'll look to do that next against the visiting Bishop Foley Ventures here tonight after this in your Catholic High School League Game of the Week here on the Patriot. But first, we want to tell you about Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Alliance Catholic takes care of you and your money. And once again, as part of their sponsorship of the Catholic High School League, Alliance Catholic is offering $20,000 in scholarships to students attending a Catholic League school in the 21-22 academic year. For all the details and to apply, visit AllianceCatholic.com. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Kickoff is next here on The Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. Hey, Warrior fans, this is Sean Belegian cordially inviting you to join us back on the highway right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015, AM 1400, The Patriot, every Saturday until December 19th, We get in the time machine and we head back to 2011 and look back on that magical season right here, 1 o'clock on Saturdays on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400, The Patriot. This is WDTK Detroit, The Patriot. Hello, friends. This is John McCullough, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to radio.com, tap Choose News Talk Radio, and then scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick up the radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at radio.com. 
There's more CHSL football action next. Can you go anywhere and find an endeavor in society where we've come to accept and tolerate an adult, and even kids, treating another adult the way we allow spectators, coaches, and players to treat a high school game official? Can you? No one has the right to abuse game officials. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Jeremy and Chad back with you here from Bishop Foley in Madison Heights, Michigan. 12 minutes set on the clock for the first quarter of action here today. It looks like the Ventures will kick off right to left to begin action here tonight, Chad. Yep, the Ventures going to kick it off. Their defense will be tested right away because this Loyola offense is led by a uh, stellar junior and Anthony Garrett, who wears number nine, the quarterback uh, last week. Uh, going to the air when he needed to. Did get some things done, but he can also hand it off to about four backs that they trust and they love. Uh, and then they can throw it out to Jason Hardy, a big play wide receiver, all Catholic, Malik Marable, uh, and, and they really have some guys also, Ramon Murray and, and many other great athletes, Marquez Henderson et al., uh, who can make an impact in this game. Shenard Foster and Rashawn Wells are back deep for the Bulldogs here. The other quarterback on the other side is kicking off because of need right now. He'll kick off and kick field goals if they get to that point. He'll kick this right to left in their white, usual home uniforms here today. It's a squib right side, taking a hopping bounce at the 30-yard line, fielded at the 27 as the officials stop play and say, hang on, looking to Mm. work the edge on the near side is... 14, Rashawn Wells, who returned it. He would have had the house, but play stopped as he kind of skirted to the right across that uh, gunning yeah, defense. Yeah, a late whistle. There was a penalty offsides that there was a stalled whistle. I, I didn't even see the flag, but the offsides that kept going, they should have shut this thing down before anybody even had a chance to return it yeah all i saw was kind of as he started making his move to the near sideline which was a couple seconds into the play the official was waving mm-hmm. as if to say stop the clock stop the play uh, we got to move this up to the 45 yard line on the heart of the cross and the bfc logo at midfield here for bishop foley yeah bishop foley we're in the road digs in their home field they get to kick it off a little bit further. Go drives forward again. It's the same result as Squibb. Taken by an upman at the 31-yard line here. Chunking his way past the 40 up to the 45-yard line. And a scramble for the football at the bottom of that pile. But it looks like Loyola will keep it. I'm going to have trouble with these jerseys all night long. The numbers are tough to read. These throwback uniforms for Loyola. That was Jason Hardy who took the kickoff just shy of Bishop Foley territory here. And making the tackle was Logan Renner, the big defensive lineman. So here comes Anthony Garrett, the 6'2", 220-pound junior quarterback who starts under center and offset eye to begin things as they move left to right. Hands it to the deep man here. They look to move right. Bottle up at the line, but still kept his feet moving. He's got a first down across midfield, the 45 up to the 41-yard line. That was a really nice 
chugging run by Kamari Wright, especially not to give up on the play chat. Gain of 12, big play, and cut back. And uh, this offensive line has the advantage, Loyola. They're, they're much physically bigger than their opponent. Another under center run. They hand it to Wright for the second straight play. He zigzags to his left. Just along the hash marks, he gains about five or six yards up to the 36-yard line. This Loyola run game is so fun to watch. It's so efficient, and these backs just get their yards, get down, get themselves what they can, don't try to do too much, and they can always pop one too. Nice job right there. Moving the chains, Kamari Wright. Or, I'm sorry, not moving the chains, giving them five yards on first down. Second down and five as Garrett slings back under center here. They scrimmage from the 36-yard line. Up the gut rush, that's Simon's Malik Marable. Two touches for him and two touchdowns last week. This one is going to be shy of a first down up to around the 31-and-a-half-yard line. It's third and shorts. Yep, five yards of crack so far for Loyola on the last two runs, 12 yards on the previous run. Really no need to throw the football until Bishop fully proves they can stop the run. And it looks like Loyola's just going to chisel their way down. Single wide receivers on each side. There's some movement. That's exactly what Bishop Foley didn't want to do is three or four ventures hopping across the imaginary line of scrimmage there. And, in fact, it is a defensive penalty as the sign comes in a little late. Nonetheless, that's a first down for the Bulldogs as they trudge deeper into venture territory up to the 26-yard line on the far hash. It's been five yards or better a touch or a, a, even a penalty so far in this drive. Garrett's still under center. He wants Marable again. Marable turns the corner. Right side, he's got the 20-yard line. Still on his feet, following his blockers to the 10. And finally, Wallop down to the ground at the 7-yard line here on the near side. Really nice scurrying run by Marable to get this offense chugging. Yeah, give him 17 yards on the run. Another big chunk. Loyola just keeps running it. They tried the left side most of the f this drive. They tried the right side this time. 9.55 still to go into the score this first quarter. Inside the red zone is his scrimmage from the Foldy 10. Marable for the third straight play. Ran into a couple big bodies on the defensive front that time for Foley. Keeping low was James Braswell, a guy at the linebacker spot they really like. He's developing quite well. He's one of their leading tacklers. Yep. Marable had that touchdown run. Had a couple last week. But that last one gave uh, Loyola their final points in the 31-0 win over Clintondale right here on this field. Game two on the play. It's the second and goal from the eight-yard line. They scrimmage in between the hash marks. Here's Marable up the gut run once again, twirling on his way to the three-yard line. Good job to stand tall by Bishop Foley. Now they face a big third and goal. Obviously four-down territory with this team. No doubt. That's right, Jeremy. Four-down territory all the way. They've got two plays, and, and you better believe a couple of runs. This one might be by the quarterback. Pistol formation for Garrett. High snap, even with the face mask here, and we have a timeout before the snap. Kevin Rogers and company want to talk it over. 8-52 and 52 still left to play in the first quarter. Scoreless, the home Bulldogs knocking on the door with a third and goal when we get back from the eight. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. 
Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena. A Catholic university located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. four-yard line here for Loyola. 52 left to play in his scoreless first quarter. The Bulldogs trying to change that right here. Anthony Garrett in the pistol formation. Single wide receivers aside. He wants to keep it on the ground and finding his way to the one-yard line there is Braylon McDonald and that's going to be fourth down. Fourth and one. Fourth and one. Here it is. So Foley has a chance to get a stop after this 99, well not 99-yard drive. Garrett has the snap a little high, hands it off right side, and he is stuffed wow. right at the goal line. They push Braylon McDonald back a yard or two. What a heck of a stop right down Broadway for the Bulldogs. Logan Renner looks like clogging up the middle that time, and it's a turnover on downs. And Renner got low. Low man wins on the goal line, and, and, and Renner just got a little bit lower. And I am, hey, tip your cap to the Ventures. They get a stop here, and now this sets up their 99-yard drive. They haven't been happier to have a 99-yard drive after that stop. So here comes a pretty good offense in themselves. Dylan Goff takes a snap quickly here as he fades it down the right side of the field. It's incomplete, but there was a flag before the play started. That was Adam Kidder, the wide-open wide receiver. It's a false start, and they're already starting from the four-yard line of their own territory, so move it back half a distance there. Yeah, so Foley on offense. Expect to see Dylan Goff, as, as we talked about, the quarterback, and he's got a receiver in Adam Kidder. And then, of course, the running back to watch is Jackson Zeiter, 972 yards this year, 19 touchdowns. He stands to the left hip right now of Goff. As they send... Adams right to left across the line into the slot here. Four wide receivers to the right side of the line in the open set. That's Kidder right side. Heaves it out down the right. It is incomplete as that ball rolls free at the 30-yard line. Again, they were looking for Kidder. Again, he was a little bit more open. Ooh. He was open. He floated it between three defenders. He had to wait for the football, Jeremy. If that ball's thrown just a little bit further ahead, I mean, Kidder has some wheels. And had to wait, and he dropped that football. I don't know how he dropped it. Good job by Loyola to strip it out of there. Brings up second down and 12. Goff in the gun, takes a snap. He was hot, handed off right side to Zyder, trying to scurry on the interior. Going to gain back those two lost yards on the last play as eh, they're going to give them nearly three. It's going to be third and nine up to the five. Yep, and so this is a, a spot where perhaps you look to Nick Harnadek, the 6'6 tight end, six foot six tight end. Adjusting the way they want this offense to come out. It's two wide receivers left, one to the right, as Goff looks to the far sideline for the play call here. He scrimmage just to the right of the near hash. 7.42 left to play in a scoreless game. Third and nine. Here's the snap. Dead even with the numbers there. A little 
screen right looking to get that's a kidder in yeah. motion and free when he's only going to gain a yard up to about the six yard line it's fourth and eight yeah they tried to get kidder and a middle screen and had it pretty well blocked but loyola had it sniffed out well defended disciplined linebackers stayed home made the tackle the middle of the field force a punt here deep in their own territory Nearly in the back of the end zone is Gus Toppy, the 5'10 punter here, as he looks to get this as far as he can, right to left. The Loyola returners are on the 40 and the 30-yard line of Bishop Foley territory here. Taking a long time to snap it. It finally does come. Here's the punt. Sputtering low. Takes a bounce at the 27-yard line. Rolls the opposite direction as the Ventures try to push it back. But that spot... Should be around the 24-yard line of Bishop Foley. And again, for the second time here in this first quarter, Loyola in prime position to take advantage of this. Yeah, how about it? <laughs> Talk about field position. Loyola started at their own 45 on the first drive. They get down to the one-yard line and stuffed. And then now here they're at the 25-yard line already at Foley. So if you're Foley's defense, you've, asked, you've been asked a lot already. What can you do here on drive number two when you've been given a really tough assignment? Garrett out there in the gun to start things here. Two wide receivers, right one to the far side. Right is the lone running back. Short pass to the right side. It's Shenard Foster who makes the catch just outside the numbers. Curls inside the 20 and finally brought down at around the 16-yard line by Shenard Foster or by Zider uh, here on the near side. It's a pickup of nearly eight, second and two. Yeah, boy, I love the shake and the shimmy there. Of uh, Was that Henderson? Foster. Or Foster, wow. Garrett's got the snap here, hands it off right side, right spinning, keeping that run aligned at the 10-yard line. Beerling up to the 6 in between the hash marks here, and that's another first down and goal for the Bulldogs, their second of this first quarter. Kamari Wright started the first drive. Now he chips in here at the start of the second drive. Nice run. Chunk plays again. Loyola just doing what they want on the ground against Foley right now. He checks out now for Malik Mirable trotting to the near sideline is right. Mirable gets the call up the middle. Wide open lane. And the Ventures are able to respond. Good shoestring tackle there by Angelo Costanza as he saved a touchdown by Mirable. He hit the hole hard. It's second and goal from the three-yard line now. Loyola was down here before and couldn't put points in. And, and, and they're making sure that that's not going to happen again. Foley in a tough spot, and it looks like Loyola just leaning. Right to block here. They want Marable on the rush. Marable tried to move right, didn't find a lot of space. Zigzag left and sprint in the middle of the end zone for a Bulldog touchdown. Six, nothing Loyola with 5.26 left to play here in the first. Maribel on the touchdown. Ball came out, but it was after he had already crossed. And Maribel, who had the final touchdown in the 31-0 win against Clintondale last week, gets the first score tonight in this football game with 5.26 left in the first. Shannon Foster will kick the extra point here. 5.26 left to play in this first quarter. Another Siena Heights University touchdown. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. 
need an extra man out there on the line. It's actually Foster who trots in to block here on this extra point. It's up and good, but we have a false start against the Bulldogs. Yeah. Kick was through. Shenard Foster does it all. Kicks the extra point here. He's an electric athlete. That's why he has ATH <laughs> as his position on the roster. Yeah, that tells it all. Hard worker. Really good route runner as well for this Bulldogs team. They're pushed back to the 16-yard line. This kick will be held now. Hardy, the holder, is going to have to have a big responsibility here. Plops it down okay. Foster's kick is spiraling towards the left upright, and it does fly through. Seven to nothing in favor of the Bulldogs here today. I've been confused by the ventures on the scoreboard all year when Loyola has been playing, but this is going to be really confusing here tonight. <laughs> Could they just kept it, ventures, <laughs> for one night? No, they, they, they kept it. It's funny. Well, they got it accurate, but it's not accurate. 7 nothing. How about it? A touchdown and uh, time to talk about our favorite sponsor. One of our favorite sponsors, Alliance Catholic Credit Union, who takes care of you and your money. And once again, as part of their sponsorship of the Catholic High School League, Alliance Catholic is offering $20,000 in scholarship to students attending a Catholic school in the 2021-22 academic year. Now in its fifth year, the Live It, Show It, Share It scholarship contest provides families with a great opportunity to help support their investment in a Catholic education. Ten students will be awarded scholarships with a grand prize of $6,000. For all the details to apply, visit AllianceCatholic.com. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Adam Kidder and Jackson Zider are back deep for Bishop Foley. They camp out at the... 17-yard line here as Foster sends a short popping kick. It's fumbled at the 36-yard line by an up man here for the Ventures, but they do end up recovering that one. And the spot of the football will be at the 36. That was actually Adam Kidder who touched the football. And for Brian Barnes and company on the far sideline, they can breathe a sigh of relief, and they have to come back in another playoff game here this week. I want to go back to something. Loyola kicked the extra point. We called the game last week. They didn't kick an extra point at all, right, the entire game? They kicked a few, I did think. They? Yeah. Okay, all right. All right. I may have missed that. Then. The Dragons did not. That's that's not Dragons did yes. not. That's right. They said they did not. Okay. Loyal did knock a few in then. My bad. They did miss a few. Yeah. Which was uh, causing them to do some things going forward. It helps to have it as, as an option. Sure. Trips right for Dylan Goff. He's in the empty set gun here. Fades back to throw on first down, and that's in the hands of his wide receivers, but bobbled out. The big 6'6", 195-pound wide out and tight end, Nick Harnadek, could not get that five-yard pickup. That's two now. That's two passes that Foley should have had as completions. The first one uh, that, that was to Kidder in the slot right in the first series for about, about 30 yards. And then this one here, that should have been caught. That was a great throw. Goff has a snap. Looks there a short screen pass to Zyder right side. Good results to begin things. He's got a six or seven yard gain across the 40 up to the 42 yard line. And a good job by 
that uh, Bulldog defense to converge on him because if you let him get by, if you try to arm tackle him, he's going <laughs> to try to speed by you down the field. It's third and three. Yeah, Zider's the real deal. you got to wrap him up. Good burst there. He's a complete back. And just a sophomore. Guy was uh, Sports Center's number one play as an eighth grader when he played uh, down the road in Clawson. Guardian Angels. He starts slot right, then moves slot left. And Goff just takes a snap in time as the clock was winding down, and he gets sacked back at the 35-yard line. Guess who? Big 55, Derek Harmon right in his face to make that stop, and it's a loss of nearly eight. Fourth and 11 coming up. Harmon's a headache and a handful, and he right there single-handedly Blows past the Foley line, gets that right paw in, and just swoops Goff off into his turf. Forces a punt here on fourth and forever. This one should go a little bit longer, but they still take it from their own 22-yard line. So the Bulldogs trying to get some more good field position here. They already have a 7-0 lead with 3.50 left to play in this first quarter. The long snap is in, a little outside, Croy. Delivers a sidewinding punt that the Bulldogs are going to lay off, and that's good, all things considered, as the Ventures down it at the 34-yard line of Loyola, and that's where Anthony Garrett and this offense will come back on. It's interesting. We've seen Garrett line up under center more often than not so far here tonight. Yeah, we have not seen him uh, in the pistol the entire game, right? We've seen it maybe a twice, a, a couple times, yeah, so... Interesting to see. Coach uh, Coach told us there'd be a couple wrinkles that, that we would be expecting. I'm assuming that's one of them. What a great job the first-year head coach has done, Kevin Rogers. Twins aside, he's in the shotgun here. Looks to hand it off to Kamari Wright, who Ooh. is nearly bottled down with the jersey tug at the line of scrimmage. He got by for one or two more yards, but shoving him back into one of his fellow linemen that time is number three, Angelo Costanza. How about that? Costanza? <laughs> Costanza? Get out from under your desk. Stop eating a sandwich. <laughs> How about that? That's a that's a 1994 mosh pit tackle. I've been in you mosh pits. Yeah, I did. No, I really did. <laughs> yeah. Allison Chains, 1992. That's a mosh pit tackle. Garrett has the shotgun snap. Fades right into the hands of one of his wide receivers. That's Marquise Henderson. He slips the tackle at the 45-yard line. He just couldn't stutter step his way inbounds before entering venture territory. He does pitter-patter for a first down up to the 48-yard line here on the near sideline, and that is where the Bulldogs will take it again. Bulldogs, again, with good field position. Their worst of the night, and it's at the 35, and they're just chiseling their way. 12-yard chunks here, 10-yard chunks there, 17 there, all on the ground. Trips left, one to the nearest side. He keeps it on the ground again. That's Marable, I believe, zigzagging his way across the 45 in Bishop Foley territory. Still on his feet. It's going to take three or four ventures to push him back after another first down up to the 39-yard line. Yeah, if you're Foley and you're starting to see it, you just can't tackle high against these guys. I mean, you've got to get them low. You can't allow a second chance. These guys are built low to the ground. They're strong. And Foley right now just, just defensively not, not, not as form and technique sound as you need to be to tackle Loyola. 2.28 left to play in the first quarter. 7 nothing. 
Bulldogs are ready. Screen pass right side. Wright has it. Stays in bounds at the 30-yard line. Barely. And then he just couldn't keep on the green paint for the uh, artificial turf here. He steps out at the 30-yard line. Very close to another first down. Looks to be a yard shy, though. It's second and one. Yeah. Boy, is, are his feet just so quick. And this near sideline nearly busted it. Out at the 30, could have been a touchdown, but again, a 12-yard chunk, 12-yard chunk, 9-yard chunk there. Loyola doing what they want on the ground. Garrett in the gun, two running backs to his right side. Looks to hand it off to Marquise Henderson, the athletes as well. He makes a zigzag move at the 25-yard line. He's loose and gone into the left side of the end zone. What a zigzag move by him as he hopped and hopped his way to a 30-yard touchdown prize. Yeah, well described. He hopped his way from the left hash, got outside to the boundary, and just zoomed down that sideline. And just quick feet, popped outside, no chance, breakaway speed Loyola in the house again up two touchdowns with 209 to go in the first these running backs are so deep and when you add a guy like Marquise Henderson to the fold we were told hey he's gonna see six to eight touches here today offensively maybe more if they make it to next week eight to 12 they want to involve him a little more on offense as the extra points Hooks ride white, but nonetheless, a 13-0 lead for the Bulldogs. 2.09 left to play in the first quarter in our game of the week on the Patriots. Stick with us. We have always believed that every child learns differently, so we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way, in person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. TheStudentConnect.com home game as well for the Bishop Foley Ventures. This is the home field for the Bulldogs. They've played here all year long. The latest before this year was at Hazel Park. They've also played some games at UD Jesuits of late, but uh, this facility made sense the most for them, and this is where they've been all year. And they should stay here because this is their best season since uh, they went uh, undefeated and had that state title run. Foster sends this kickoff to the 20-yard line, returnable to the right side there for the Ventures, and getting a few yards is... Was that uh, Toppy who took it out? I think that's right. So it's been two possessions for Foley, three and out both times. I've got them with six plays, three and out, three and out, yeah? And, And so this is your third drive you best get to the midfield line at least uh, to feel good about yourselves and that you can compete in this game. Dylan Goff back out there. He's confused on the first snap as he takes it from the shotgun. He looked left, then looked right, looking like he wanted to hand it off to Jackson Zyder. But Zyder moved right and was way away from him and had no shot. Goff did gain a yard with forward progress up to the 26-yard line at second and nine. 
It's been a fully offense. It has put up points. They put up 34 against Detroit Central last week, 27 against Madison, 34 against Madison, 47 against Cabrini. Trips left. Goff looking right for the play call here. Looking to kill a little bit more time than normal when they get set. Brian Barnes told us that here today. Now arms extended, takes it, fades it left, and complete again looking for Nick Harnadek. That's the second time that Nick has been in pretty decent position to make a catch. He's over 2. It's third and 9. Loyola really has Foley on their heels. They've made back-to-back. Foley has tentative plays, I call them, on offense. That was a miscommunication, uh, really uh, mindless place. Empty set once again for Goff. The junior quarterback calls for and has it. Fades back from the gun. Darts a pass through the hands of Adam Kidder. He was walloped to the ground as well as the Bulldogs were right in his face. Two men shading him. I believe that was Jeff Hayes, the linebacker, who made the play on him in the end. It's fourth and nine. Well defended by Loyola. They were in their drop zones, the linebackers. Hayes got back in the flat and covered the middle of the field. Nice job. Another punt, sidewinding its way to the 41-yard line of the Bulldogs here. Losing his tackler there is Shenard Foster. He's into Foley territory at the 40-yard line. Reverses field again. Still bouncing to the outside of the 30-yard line. To the 20. Blockers there. Gone again. The Bulldogs are up three scores with time winding down inside a minute here in the first quarter. Wow. Foster. And Coach Rogers raved about him, said he's one of the best athletes in the state. That took us by surprise. But what we've seen from him tonight and last week alone is enough to say this kid's electric. That's Desmond Howard-esque. I mean, that's a return. Uh, Boy, is he fun to watch. Just a a little bit of Barry Sanders. I don't want to get out of hand, but, I mean, this kid sees and cuts like most people should be able to do. Unbelievable. A dagger early. Another one. And this one's getting out of hand. Loyola's sideline loose. I think you could describe the fully sideline as tense at this point. (laughs) I think so. This is not how Brian Barnes, who's done a great job in his fourth year, thought this thing would go down. But you got to respond. you got to respond right now. Ooh, trouble with the snap there. Loose again, and the Ventures are looking to topple on it as that football circled back to the 24-yard line, and the attempt is no good in the end. No return in high school football on those. So with 54 seconds to go, it's a 19-0 lead for Loyola. Thanks to another Siena Heights University touchdown. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu, Chad. Yeah, this has just been uh, (laughs) Loyola dominating on offense, defense, and then they're the special teams. A a, a punt return for a touchdown, well blocked. How about it takes a lot to get a punt return for a touchdown. It really does. Punt return, kickoff return, it takes a lot to go right. It takes a ton not to have a penalty on on a return like that. Good job by Loyola to block it. Well, well executed punt return for a touchdown for Loyola who's really made a statement tonight in the first quarter what makes it so hard at times what's made it hard at times uh, to get it all to go right yeah 
Uh, you just have guys who, first of all, and, and this is, you know, Loyola has 39 kids, so you've got guys that are playing that are starters out there on the unit, and those guys are tired. They've been playing the whole game, and special teams is like kind of a, a side thing for them. Their sure. focus isn't there as the guy who's been training all year, all week, just to do that one or two assignment as a special teams. Maybe a Catholic Central or a De La Salle has that kid. It, they don't here. They have to use starters. So it's hard to get it to go right. Kidder and Zinder are back deep. They love a really nice return here. Mm-hmm. They need something. They're back at the 21 and 20-yard line, respectively, spread apart by about five yards. It's going to be Kidder who returns this one. Circles back to the 20. Reverses field to the far side, looking for a few blockers oh there. Wow, powered through an arm tackle at the 30-yard line and still bolted out of bounds at the 31. Was that Kidder that ran over the would-be tackler? Looks like it, yeah. My goodness. He's not that big. That was just a mean shot. He's their best defensive player. That time he was defensive as the runner and the ball carrier on return. Marquez Henderson coming up just a little bit hobbled after that play, kind of holding his left side as if to say, what hit me? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, you wouldn't expect it out of that. Two wide receivers right for Goff. He's in the pistol for the second consecutive time here. Hands it off up the gut for Jackson Zider, and Zider will have two yards thanks to forward progress. There were two or three biting Bulldogs in to push him back. Jeff Hayes looked like the man closest to the football, the linebacker. He's made a couple plays thus far here tonight. Moves the football up to the 32. I'd like to see Zider get in space somehow, maybe a screen, something to just let him do his thing. Um, Brian Barnes, it's it's not easy to coach when you're down 19 nothing and call plays. But, man, oh, man, what a first quarter that has belonged to the Bulldogs from start to finish. Foley going to let the time wind out as the Bulldogs sprint down the near sideline to the opposite side of the field. They're energetic There's because juice. their team is up 19 nothing here on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Hey everyone, Matt Horvath here from Mitten Mortgage Lending and Boys Varsity Basketball Coach at Divine Child High School. At Mitten Mortgage, we offer some of the lowest rates in the area with no additional junk fees in your closing costs. Our bankers will be there every step of the way from the application to the closing table. Reach out to us today at 734-922-2252 or fill out an application at www.mittenloans.com slash apply or also check out our reviews on Google or Facebook. NMLS 1723481. Second down and eight. The forthcoming play here for Bishop Foley as they scrimmage from their own 33-yard line. Now moving left to right across your radio dollar screen, wherever you may be listening to us here tonight. Down 19-0 to these Loyola Bulldogs here today. Dylan Goff has the shotgun snap, fades it off on a rush to Jackson Sider, looking to skimmy his way across the offensive line on the near side, but great pursuit by the Bulldogs. That was with Sean Wells who chased him out of bounds after a gain of just two as he galloped up to the 35. That time they got Zyder in space, and he was able to get about three or four yards. Third and, and, and mid here 
Foley needs their first first down some way, somehow. Call third and six, single wideouts aside here. Dylan Goff in the pistol. He's got the fullback to his right side. That's Jack Hopkins. And the deep back and the only back, I guess, in this set being Jackson Zider. Got the snap, dropped it. It was high, and he's going to have to whirl and fall on it at the 30-yard line. And they're going to have to punt it away again on a fourth and what becomes an 11th situation now. Yeah, well, you would think. You would think. I, I don't know. They have not sent the punt unit out yet, Jeremy, but I don't know. Ryan Barnes thinking about going for it? Maybe not. Gus Toppy, who also doubles as a wide receiver. The young sophomore is the punter as he trots out at around the 18-yard line in between the hash marks here. This is the right call. Long snap comes in. Loyola sent a one-man front there as it angled out of bounds. At around the 45-yard line in Bishop Foley territory. So, again, beautiful field position for these Bulldogs as they take over with 11.09 left to play in the second quarter, leaning at 19-0. Yeah, Foley's just been unable to get any traction offensively. And credit Loyola. I mean, they have a stout defensive front led by a fellow who's going to Michigan State on a scholarship. And Derek Harmon, where's number 55, and lines up all along that defensive front. They'll move him around quite a bit tonight. Football placed on the 45-yard line in Bishop Foley territory. Garrett in the shotgun, fades back, hits his man left side. That's Jason Hardy, and he's gone. Beat his own only man down the field with ease. It was Jackson Zider, but he got by him in a couple yards, and there was no chance to get Hardy after a 45-yard gallop down the near sideline. Loyola says, hey, we can throw it too. And they run a nice little uh, slant post route, and they get their man over the middle, and there's nobody catching. That's a nice little pitch and catch. Jason Hardy, all Catholic, big play guy. There you have it on display. Hardy on a bullet pass and a sharp pass from Garrett who has not had the ability to throw and get loose tonight I believe that's his first pass downfield maybe first pass period statistically Foster missed the prior extra point he's going to miss this one as well as it's blocked down at the line of scrimmage no shot for that one to sky its way through so 11 one left to play here in the second quarter it's 25 nothing in favor of the Bulldogs, thanks to another Siena Heights University touchdown. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. So let's take a look at some of the other teams left in this Division 7 bracket. New Lothrop won their game big this week versus Bath, 56-12. to So that is the team that awaits this Loyola and Foley matchup here today. And it should be a pretty good New Lothrop team to meet in the regional final. Schoolcraft and Lumen Christie mm-hmm. on the bottom of the bracket. On the other side, Traverse City St. Francis takes on Ascoda, and Ithaca will play Cass City. That is a home game for the Yellow Jackets of Ithaca. So it's a pretty good bracket. I mean, you got Lumen Christie on the bottom, who beat Gabriel Richard last week. You got Ithaca on the other side. Traverse City St. Francis has been reputable in the last few years as well. So it's going to be an interesting ride here in Division 7. It is, and, and Loyola making a statement again tonight. They've been dominant in this game, 
and no matter who they're going to play, I think they're the favorite, at least uh, going on this side of the bracket into the uh, in their path to Ford Field. Here's another, another Loyola kickoff. Both of these kicks have gone short for both of these two teams here today. Zider jumps up to the 30-yard line, takes it, got some running room, turns the corner at midfield into Loyola territory on the far side there at the 47-yard line. Finally shoved out of bounds there. And this is where this Bishop Foley offense will start, looking to put something together. Foley's best field position of the ball game by far. They're on the Loyola side of the 50 at the 47. So sometimes that gives you a little bit of looseness and not as much pressure. And, and, and to be honest, you're down 25 points. And we just started the second quarter, so there shouldn't be a whole lot of pressure right now anyway. I'd like to see Foley get something going and make this game uh, a little bit more interesting. Single wideouts aside, they send Gus Toppy in motion as he takes a snap, fades back on a rush. It's Jackson Zider who has it, tripped up behind the line of scrimmage for a loss of one. This is back to the 47-yard line now. It's second and 11. That's Harmon. He tackled him with one arm. That was one arm. He reached out with one arm and threw him down. Unbelievable. Little Bubba Baker out there. Adam Kidder, the wide receiver to the right side here. Let's see if they try to get it in his hands. Taking a little time before the snap, trailing 25-0 with 10 minutes left to go in this first half. The line is set. Everybody's set now. They kick into motion. Gus Toppy moving left to right into the slot. Fake it on the run. Throwing it, nearly picked off. It should have been at the 21-yard line. That's through the hands of Rashawn Wells for Loyola. He's waving and saying, what's wrong with my hands? I thought I had it. Yeah, well, that's why they got him at defensive back and not receiver. He's 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 dropping. He can drop a ball like that. He's, a, he's, he's allowed to. He's a DB. They drop balls like that. <laughs> Good coverage. He was in the right spot. Goff just threw that thing up. Well off target. Got away with one there. Literally looked down and said, are these gloves not doing me justice on defense? <laughs> blame it on the rain. Blame it on the gloves. Third down and 11. Just a little short dump down pass. It's complete. And that might just be a first down into the hands of Gus Top. He got upended and twirled around in midair. And that's going to be just shy. The spot yeah. was shy at the 37. They'll be oh. quick to the line on a fourth and one. It's a mean game if you're fully. That should have been a first down, you're thinking. Goff bobbled the snap. Football's loose. Loyola has picked it up at the 40-yard line. Regardless, they were getting the football back as long as Bishop Foley didn't cross the line to gain. They lose two or three yards on the play anyway, and the Bulldogs will take it back up 25-0 with 9.39 left to play here in the second quarter. Well, it looked like Foley wanted to go tempo and they rushed themselves out of the play. They tried to go too fast, and, and, and they muffled the ball. And they've been a little sloppy in the exchange tonight, and that time, man, it cost them after they were just about a half yard shy of that first down, the bang-bang play at the 40-yard line of Loyola's. Anthony Garrett in the empty set here. He's got a diamond full of four wide receivers to the left side. He fakes that direction. Now wants to go deep downfield. Has a man, but he overshoots him by five yards. 
incomplete intended for Jason Hardy. He was running at the 25, and the football fell down out of bounds at around the 20. He had a 15, he had a 15 yards on the next closest defender, uh, Angelo Costanza. Costanza again. <laughs> Your favorite name on the Foley sideline. Yeah, Costanza. Um uh, you know, and you're expecting Loyola to run, but hey, you got to respect the pass, and you can't get mad at Loyola for trying to throw the football either. They got to sharpen up their bread and butter, and that's the passing game. Despite what's been featured tonight with a run, they want to be able to throw the football. They need to practice. Still in a passing formation here. Two wideouts to the right side. They keep it on the ground to Shenard Foster on the handoff from Garrett. Foster. Bowling his way past the 45, still staying on his feet, fighting through some arm tackles, and finally walloped the turf just shy of midfield. They're going to mark it at the 48-yard line. That's Adam Kidder who drove him down. Yep, Kidder there, and John Roy also in on the tackle. But uh, this is a must-stop your Foley with nine minutes left, a lot of second quarter remaining, and you're down four scores third down and two as they mark the football here in the near hash Loyola moving right to left on offense here high snap doesn't matter Garrett at 6-2 handles it feeds it out in the slot right side has it complete to Henderson Henderson well into Bishop Foley territory to the 35 to the 30 and finally driven out of bounds inside the 20 to the 19 yard line Henderson got the Jets a moving to the far side and these Bulldogs keep it chugging on offense. They sure do. My goodness. Henderson down the sideline. He's fun to watch run. Just perfect form. And, man, is he quick. Explosive. Fun to watch. Both of these two teams, no huddle offenses. Two wideouts right side for Anthony Garrett. Takes a snap, a little off base to the right side. Doesn't matter. Quick crossing pattern route for Shenard Foster. By his fingertips, Garrett really hasn't been able to get loose here tonight. It's second and ten. So Loyola now starting to air it out a bit on this drive. Look for them. I, I look for them to get back to the ground a little bit out of this formation and, and get back to what they do best. And there it is. And reading it right away are the ventures in the backfield. McDonald taken down for no gain Zach Johnson was back there you see the other guy no I missed the other guy I missed the other guy um, I like that movie though <laughs> <laughs> I didn't miss that third and 11 809 left to play in the second quarter is 25 nothing Loyola they have the football marching inside Loyola tier or venture territory here I should say it's McDonald on the second straight play and a go-ahead run he's inside the 20 to the 17 yard line that's going to bring up fourth and eight as that clock continues to run but it's got to feel pretty slow for Foley at this point yeah you said that's Braylon McDonald mm -hmm. so that's really the third back we've seen tonight carry the load at the running back position Fake the handoff to Merrill. We'll get it up the middle for the touchdown pass anyway. Nice RPO. Was that Tramble? It's hard to tell with these numbers. Yes. 
Yes, Lonzi Tramble, the tight end. They've got these throwback uniforms with the base dark blue with the light blue numbers, kind of metallic fade to them as well, so it's tough to see without the binoculars, even with these nice Bushnell wide-angle fancy things. <laughs> it's another touchdown for Loyola, 31 nothing, with 7.29 left to go in the first half. Second touchdown pass of the night for Garrett. And another blocked extra point. Touchdown courtesy of Siena Heights University. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. 31-0, the lead for the home squad here tonight. 7.29 left to play in the first half on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic university in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.sienaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you. Alongside Chad Bush to bring you the call here tonight. Alex Westfall, our on-site engineer. Brian Belaski back in our WDTK studios in Ferndale. It's a 31-0 lead for Detroit Loyola here today in the district final over the home of sorts, <laughs> or not, Bishop Foley Ventures here tonight. Yeah, that's an extra jagged pill to swallow. I keep getting huh? confused with the mascots for whatever reason just because of that and yeah. everything that we're seeing. But 7.29 left to play in the first half. The Bulldogs all over as we see our first passing strike. It was Lonzi Tramble the third who caught it courtesy of Anthony Garrett through the year. Approaching 2,000 yards in the season is Garrett. This one taken up from the 12 yard line returnable for the Ventures. Kidder. Took it past the 20 up to the 25, and two flags rain in. Yep, and uh, this game is uh, 42 points, I believe, is the running clock for the first half. 35. For the first half. Is there a rule in the first half? Yeah. Yeah. We we did see that against Romulus here, but that was a a game that Loyola put up 70 points. We don't think we're going to get there tonight, but who knows? I think uh, 42 points in the first 35 points in the second mm-hmm. um, is what I'm being told here and if it's incorrect it's all Pat's fault <laughs> it's Pat and Mike's fault <laughs> if, if we're wrong on the rules you wrote the rules <laughs> no nothing's Pat's fault he brought uh, the solution for our windows and our site mm-hmm. for us to see So the penalty came in after the play was over against Loyola. It's a personal foul. It's going to move this football up to the 39-yard line of the Ventures here to the far hash with 7.23 left. They trail 31-0, trying to get this offense going. Moving left to right in the second quarter. Dylan Goff, the 5'10", 160-pound junior quarterback, is back out there. 
in the shotgun. He takes a snap, bobbled it at first, hit as he throws, just kind of shouldered to the ground as he threw it into double coverage. And it looks like a P.I. call and down and injured. Ooh is Nick Harnadek. He is rolling left and right violently as he holds what looks like his right leg and right away down to help him out of his is his teammate Adam Kidder and some of the members of the Loyola staff here in the near sideline. Well, this is not the way you want to get your first down, but they're going to get a first down here on the pass interference, but yeah, they're one of their leaders well, one of their seniors. There's only two seniors that play uh, due to injury. There's only two playing tonight. Nick Harnasek, who's down, and Gio Polsonelli, another senior lineman. But this is uh, very concerning. The 6'6", tight end slash wide receiver is down at the 40-yard line. And, 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 yeah, he was interfered with. But, uh, of course, the thought now is that the young man's okay. And uh, this is a severe injury. Alliance Catholic Credit Union takes care of you and your money. And once again, as part of their sponsorship of the Catholic High School League, Alliance Catholic is offering $20,000 in scholarships to students attending a Catholic League school in the 21-22 academic year. Now it's in its fifth year. The Live It, Show It, Share It scholarship contest provides families with a great opportunity to help support their investment in a Catholic education. Ten students will be awarded scholarships with a grand prize of $6,000. Yes, six grand. For all the details and to apply, visit AllianceCatholic.com. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Trying to help up Nick Hernadek. Here on the near sideline, the 6'6", 195-pound hoop star as well. He has had some trouble with his ankles in basketball season. He is hobbled pretty bad, kind of favoring his right side, trying to get all pressure off that, helped off by a member of the Loyola and Bishop Foldy staff to the far sideline. A show of sportsmanship here is Derek Harmon. Yeah. Gives him a tap on the helmet as he processes off to the far side. I did get a clarification of the rules book. It's 50 points in the first half. If it surpasses 50 running clock, uh, not 42, as I said incorrectly, but it is 35 in the second half, as you mentioned. So Foley gets their first down, and now they're they're as far into Loyola territory as they've been, and a chance now for them to, to get something going now, Jeremy, and Man, I know we keep saying it, but you'd love to see him try to get their run game established somehow. Give Zyder the football somehow in space. Let him let him make a play. 7-18 left to play in the second quarter. Zyder with a up-ahead run. He came in as a bullet as soon as he got that football through the hands of Dylan Goh. He's up to the 42-yard line. That's a gain of four on first down. Doesn't sound like much, Jeremy, but four yards is, I, I believe, their best gain on the ground tonight in the run game. So it's a start, and uh, it was a nice play. And, and, hey, look, the line created some gaps up there, and solid first down gainer. 31 nothing in favor of the Bulldogs here as you're listening to the Catholic League Football Game of the Week on WDTK Detroit. Jeremy Otto alongside Chan Bush to bring the call here today. Goff in the pistol. Looking to hand it off on the 
first motion once again to Jackson Zider, and he is buried in the backfield for a loss of four. They're going to put this right around. Now they're going to give him forward progress to the 44, I beg your pardon. So call it a loss of two, Maribel, with a nice jolting tackle. It's third and eight. Have you ever seen fast times at Ridgemont High? I have not. Okay. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. There's a guy by the name of Jefferson who plays for the high school. That, that's Harmon. Harmon is Jefferson. He's toying with people, toying with them like a piece of meat. He's caving in an entire side of a line. Are you watching this kid? <laughs> That's why he's heading to the Big Ten, right? I guess so, man. Goff going to fade it out to the near sideline there. That uh, is wild of bounds, just looking to heave it towards anybody. Angelo Costanza was the closest to the football, but that was just an attempt to avoid a sack. It's fourth and eight from the Loyola 44. They might just go for it. Horst Whitaker played Jefferson, by the way, if you're wondering. I know you were. (laughs) (laughs) Fast times at Ridgemont High. You should check it out. Yeah. It's more of a classic, right? Yeah, classic. Yep. They are going to go for it here. Takes a snap, fades back. Goff on the run now, looking to gain a first down. He's got it, and he's going to give himself up two yards after he does so at the 34-yard line. Just kind of snaking his way left, right, left again. That was a nice job to pick up a broken play down the field. Well, and this is what they like about Goff, and he's done it all season. He's done it on the ground. I mean, it's a guy that threw for 300 yards and, and has rushed for several this year. Really quick snap there by the Ventures, trying to catch the Bulldogs napping. Foster defending Gus Toppy, the wide receiver, heading down the left side of the field at around the 10-yard line, second and 10 from the Loyola 34. They like the ability Goff has to make things happen. A playmaker with his legs, and we saw it on that first down. The first first down really in play in this game. Goff has five wide trips right. He looks that direction. Down the middle is Adam or Jackson Zider cut to again around the nine or the ten yard line on the left side. It's a third and ten. Foley with six or more wins the last couple years. Their first time playing in this district championship game. Big step for this program, no doubt. Brian Barnes has him going in the right direction. Former Clawson High star. Timeout burned by Brian Barnes and Bishop Foley. 5.18 left to go in the second quarter. 31-0 is the lead for the home Bulldogs here tonight in your Catholic League Game of the Week on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. 
politics, and religion. It's been said that you don't discuss them in mixed company. Probably by someone who didn't really understand either of them. Why follow their rules? Detroit has two radio stations that shatter them. One documents the rebuilding of a great America. While the other shares the promise of the infinite. The Patriot has all the great news about growing the economy and a strengthening nation. Faith Talk Detroit raises the soul and affirms the heart. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. And Faith Talk Detroit on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Third down and 10 for the Bishop Foley Ventures here, taking a snap from the Loyola 33-yard line. Goff rolls out right, fades down the right side of the field. It's incomplete. A pass intended again for Angelo Costanza here. And it's now fourth down and ten. You think they'd go for it again? Well, they got fourth down and eight. Converted last time with Goff with his legs. Let's see what he can do here. Maybe something in the air to the right side. They got trips. Five wide. Has it again from the shotgun. From his right hip. Fades it. A little down route there looking for Adam Kidder. On the goal line, it's incomplete. Go kind of sinks over. It's just been that kind of game for the Ventures here today after he sees that ball sail over the head of his dynamic wide receiver who came in with nearly 700 yards receiving in this game, and it's another turnover on downs to the Bulldogs who lead 31-0 with 5-10 left to go in the second. Tried to find his guy in the slot down the right side of the field on the right hash. Just underthrew it, and the and, um, pass game hasn't been there tonight. High snap for Anthony Garrett. He's back out there in the pistol. Chugging run down the middle. It's McDonald, I believe, who gains a couple yards up to the 37. It should go with some note that Foley is without their number two receiver, Cooper Harbui, mm-hmm. who has 15 catches, 240 yards. He is out of this game. So it is it is one piece of their puzzle that is not here. Not saying that's the big factor in this game, but it is a, a result, and it's an extra receiver that you don't have if you're Goff. And DP as well on the defensive side of the football. Pre-snap penalty likely going against the Bulldogs here for a false start. Yeah, it's Hardy, the wide receiver. He should never do that. Hardy knew it, looked at the sidelines, guilty, like a kid stealing a cookie out of the cookie jar. Is the voice of Ohio listening here tonight? He is. Let's give him a shout-out. Russ Eisenstein is listening in the Plains in Ohio, the voice of the Bobcats, and he's locked in Catholic League football. Says, you sound a lot like the voice of Minnesota. I appreciate that. That's high praise. It is. High praise coming from Russ. He's one of the best in the land. And uh, that man's name, by the way, if you want to look him up, a man by the name of, my goodness, where is it? The name of the voice of the Gophers is going to come up in a moment when I find (laughs) it. Sorry about that. Thought I had it. Third down and eight for these Bulldogs here. Four minutes left to play. 31-0. They lead it. Here at Bishop Foley, under the lights, one of the few games Saturday being played night. right now. Hardy with a short pass to the left side. It's incomplete. Hardy, the young junior wide receiver who's really blossomed. I mean, he 
became the big play wide receiver at the beginning of the year and then kind of had to become more the control possession type of guy, but he's back to that big play threat. He's got a touchdown already in this game. It's fourth and eight as Loyola will punt it away. This is the first stop of the night for Foley. They force a punt. Mike Grimm is the mm-hmm. voice of the, uh, the Gophers. I'm assuming he calls hockey as well because Minnesota has a hockey program. Yeah. Mm, barreling punt. Best of the night piped in at the 30-yard line. Fumbled by Jackson Zider, and he's going to lose seven yards or so as he's tackled back to the 19-yard line, nearly down the middle of the field here. Rashawn Wells, the gunner, did a great job to bullet in on him as that binding punt wobbling on its side ended up down the middle of the field, and again, the Ventures are pushed back, already down 31 nothing with 3.43 left to play here in the second quarter. Zyder couldn't handle it and lost it. Good job to track it down and uh, catch it on the run after it fumbled away. Regather it, and the Ventures get to uh, try to get a scoring drive going. Twins aside, here's a pass play again for Dylan Goff. That one is incomplete. Second and ten. A little Catholic League connection. Got a text from Hugh Scullin. Does some public address announcing work at UD Jesuit. He says... The first play from scrimmage for Michigan ends up in a Scotty Nelson interception. Ah, how about it? Okay. Second down and 10. The Nelsons are great people. On the ground left side, it's into the hands of Jackson Zyder. He's going to zigzag his way down for a first down up to the 35-yard line. And how about that for Scotty Nelson? There was a piece by, I think, Dave Goricki in the Detroit News yeah. this week. Injured after week one last year. Been on quarantine for the last couple of years as the whole football team. They missed their last couple of games at the Badgers, and they were really itching to get back, and that's going to be pretty cool to be back and be playing in your home state in front of uh, you know a lot of your fans and family. No, the good for the Badgers and good for Wisconsin and Scotty Nelson, the U of D high grad like yourself, mm-hmm. doing good things. And uh, he was an impressive athlete at that free safety spot. Real good basketball player Great as well. Great basketball player, just all around. I mean, that kid's got a chance, you know, to get to the next level. You start as a sophomore at Wisconsin, <laughs> you got a chance to get to the next level. But uh, now, good student athlete from the Catholic League, one of many and one of several that we're seeing here tonight. Second down and two here. Goff has single wide receivers. His side looks for Zinder on a rush, and he's got no room to roam there. He's going to gain about one with forward progress and be spotted right at midfield. That's going to bring up third down and inches as they mark that line of scrimmage nearly up to the first down marker here. Third and short. Hopkins gets the carry. First time we've called his name tonight. He's the backup running back. Here's Zinder again. He's pushed way back. He's all the way back to around the 42-yard line. We'll see where they spot the football. They're going to spot... The football back of the 49 of Bishop Foldy territory. It's fourth and two, 214 left to play here in the second quarter. 31-0 Bulldogs. Miles McFarlane with a tackle there, the first hit. You got a fourth down coming up, partner. And Foley's converted on this once before. Mm-hmm. 
So the offense remains out there. Twins aside now for Brian Barnes' team. Dylan Goff staring over to the far sideline here for the play call. Jackson Zider again back out there, the lone running back. Trying to kill down some time right now at buck 31. Now they're, they're looking from up top, trying to get the best play possible, and now going to take a timeout and talk it over. <laughs> Check some other scores around the state via Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard report. Davison, one of the better teams in the state, moving on to the regional championship. They'll take on Catholic Central at home. They beat Grand Blank. 48-19, Cast Tech had a 42-8 blanking of a decent Woodhaven team. Cast Tech 9-0 again, setting up a dynamic matchup versus Belleville next week. Two 9-0 teams, Belleville beating Canton 53-29. Lots of forfeits for different reasons. COVID for some of them. Grand Rapids Catholic Central forfeiting, gets a win, or Portland forfeiting against them, getting a win to move on. Ithaca. The credit of a forfeit win as well in Division 7 over Poama, Westphalia. North Farmington got a forfeit win over South Lyon. And how about Warnmont and Groves? Groves was playing with a couple ineligible players, which mm. they didn't realize until now, mm. and they forfeit the rest of the way. 2020. Against South Lyon. That was supposed to be their opponents this week. Good pass up the middle for Adam Kidder. It's complete. At the 45-yard line in Loyola territory. Scampering past the 40. And finally carried down to the turf at the 30-yard line for a first down plus about 25 more. Well, we see a burst out of Kidder. Boy, he's got some giddy-up, huh? Mm-hmm. Just caught a nice little slant coming from that right hash. And he, he took off down the middle. That's about a 30-yard gain. Their best pass conversion of the night. But their best complete football player on this team as well. Jackson Zider has it. Lost his man at the 25-yard line. Curls inside the 20 and finally pushed it abounds at the 16-yard line. That is going to be another first down. So, Foley, you're under a minute now. You've got plenty of time, 53 and a half seconds. You're at the 15-yard line, but you got to be responsible now and mindful of the clock. They will get the football back to start the second half as well. 47 ticks left as Goff takes his snap. Short pass to Zider. He was moving left on his little slant route, then tried to curve right, but the Bulldogs were all over that as they made the quick bullying tackle to the ground. And actually getting the worst of that tackle is one of the Bulldogs, unfortunately. Is that Mirable down? Yes. I believe it is. Mm, that's not a guy you want to see down. No, he's popped up a semi. I think it might have been a hammy, but he's looks like he's working it out. Looks like he was down for the count for a second there. Isn't it funny? Guys look like they get it some kind of uh, just a quick healing sometimes. It just takes a minute. There's some thumps in this game that will make you think twice about playing. I know I took a few of them in my day, as you could probably imagine by talking to me that was a joke jeremy you, you got back at, you, you got by every tackle <laughs> oh goodness gracious the clock runs now Goff bobbled the snap looking to fade it up in the middle of the end zone and he makes the catch a little luck and a good catch by gus toppy in the end a man they've been using more on offense as the season has gone on he bobbled a little bit himself in the back of the end zone, but he caught it. That's all that matters. A complete pass for a Bishop Foley touchdown, and it's now 31-6 to with the clock stopped at 26 and 8 tenths 
here in the second quarter. Nice little pop pass over the middle. And how about let's give Goff some credit. He led the receiver there beautifully right down the middle of the field, right towards the goal post, floats it up, touchdown. Now a fake, Goff, the holder, going to fade it to his right, and that one is complete into the hands of Angelo Costanza. How about that? Costanza, nice little play. The holder is the quarterback, Goff, spins out of there, little out route by the end man, and, yeah, gets some points. 31-8 sounds a lot better than 31-7, doesn't it? It sure does. Touchdown brought to you by... Siena Heights University. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. Makes it within a three-score game as well. If you're looking to narrow that down, the card says go for two there because it divi- the divisor on the card somehow says it should. Don't ask me to break that down. <laughs> I failed math three times between Wayne State and Central Michigan. I wasn't a math guy either. No, something uh, with our side of the brain doesn't usually work. Yeah, you know, it's the creative well. side. <laughs> yeah, that side doesn't work so well with the other side sometimes. But we do know that the gap right now is in a 31-8 to game. Uh, hey, look, this is this is a, a confidence booster for Foley. Um, not going to poo-poo you that this gets them back in the game, but this does give them confidence, and we saw some nice balance on that drive throwing the football and running it. Kickoff is floating out of bounds on the far sideline here, and then we'll draw a flag as it rolls out at the 33. You saw Kidder on the pass. You saw Goff get the nice touchdown throw. You saw some run. And now Loyola's not done with 26.8 seconds, are they? You think they're with this this offense going to cash their chips? They got... Two timeouts. Nah, they're good. They're good. They're good. They're going to take a knee and go home, or go to the locker room. Not home yet. <laughs> take a knee and go to the locker room. That is their home. Chad's going to take his headset home and say, "I'm done." <laughs> Drop the mic. The knee does come down. Thirty-one to eight is our halftime score in favor of the home Loyola Bulldogs here today in the district final. More when we get back in the Patriots. Stick with us. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Hello, friends. This is John McCullough, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk Radio, and then scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. Mike Gallagher says the fight isn't over. The Democrats can't hide their glee right now. They're very excited about transforming this country in a way that we've never seen. 
If they get their wish, the Green New Deal will be the least of our problems. Every one of us needs to be engaged in a way we never have before. Everybody needs to be ready. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. It's halftime for the CHSL Game of the Week on The Patriot. One to eight is the halftime lead in favor of the Loyola Bulldogs over the Bishop Foley Ventures here today in our game of the week on the Patriots District Finals Regionals next week. This is kind of the the calling card. Is your team you know going to lose now, or are they going to live on and go into this deeper push here in the MHSA playoffs? Because it's a week longer than normal. It is. It's a week longer than normal, and you have to have some depth. You have to have some durability. You have to have a little bit of luck. But you have to have good players and, and be well coached. And, and Kevin Rogers and Loyola have been the dominant team in this ball game. Thirty-one to eight, they're in. They're on top. They've run the football at will. They've had it from multiple sources. They've had it from Marable, uh, and, and they've had it from other guys, including Henderson. Uh, we've seen all kinds of uh, guys shuffling in. A plethora of talent. Ramon Murray. We've seen Kamari Wright. This is just a talented, deep team. And then they pop off a couple of touchdown passes just to show off <laughs> and show that they can do it. Um, so it's been an impressive uh, ensemble. Tramble and Hardy touchdown catches. And then Marable, the touchdown run, along with uh, Kamari Wright. Well, the last couple of weeks we've talked a lot about our Live It, Show It, Share It scholarship contest. Uh, Lions Catholic Credit Union kind of doing that again in cooperation with the Catholic High School League, we caught up with Keith Burke. He's the Vice President of Marketing over at Alliance Catholic. He talks about how to apply and what you have to do to apply. There's some creative uh, pieces to that, as there always has been since its fifth year. So we'll talk about that when we get back here on the Patriot. 31-8 to is our score at halftime in favor of Loyola. Stick with us. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, and Siena Heights University. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena, a Catholic university. Located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. We have always believed that every child learns differently, so we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way, in person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. TheStudentConnect.com. The CHSL Game of the Week halftime show continues next. Hello, friends. This is John McCullough, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk Radio, and then scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's that simple. 
or you can just pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to our Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week. Jeremy Otto back alongside Keith Burke. He's the Vice President of Marketing and Community Relations over at Alliance Catholic Credit Union, one of our fine partners for a number of years. Keith, how are you? I'm doing great, Jeremy. Really appreciate you uh, having me on again. Good talking with you. Well, you hear every week, or at least the last couple weeks, about Alliance Catholic Credit Union's Live It, Show It, Share It scholarship contest right here on our air. It's the fifth annual already. It seems like, uh, you know, that, that flies by. I know we've been talking about it for a couple of years, but it's always an exciting time for you guys, right, to kick that off? Yeah, this is uh, one of our uh, most favorite things we do every year. It's just uh, so great to see what the students come with, and they're always so impressive. Uh, and uh, so we, we enjoy uh, being able to provide them the opportunity. And fifth annual, you know, this will be over $100,000 now that we will uh, give it back to the um, families in the Catholic High School League. So that's kind of exciting for us, too. A total of $20,000 will be given away in scholarships with a grand prize of $6,000. That's a, that's a big-time scholarship and can make a huge dent, especially if you're trying to attend a, a Catholic school. So you have to be uh, enrolled for 2021-2022 uh, in a Catholic high school league school. Any other uh, stipulations uh, in, in terms of applying? Uh, no, that's the main one. It's uh, for students who will be attending one of the Catholic League schools next year. Uh, we always have to go out a year a year in advance. So anyone who's currently in 8th grade up through 11th grade who plans on attending a uh, Catholic League school next year is eligible to apply. There's always a different creative aspect to it. Last year, the, the students had to create a meme. This year, it's a parable, right? Yes, we um, we uh, we think that uh, we know these are the best schools and the best students around. So uh, we try to challenge them, and they always come through. Uh, and we try to mix it up to keep them on their toes. Uh, but this year, yeah, we thought about a parable. We thought of just a short, uh, you know, a short story that uh, is set in the modern day that illustrates a universal truth or a moral lesson. Uh, I think we even have it at about 150 words, and, um, and, and we're, we're excited. We know these students will will knock it out of the park. Talking here with Keith Burke, he's the Vice President of Marketing and Community Relations at Alliance Catholic Credit Union. What sticks out in entries from, you know, maybe the best one to the second best one? What, you know, in the end is the, the thing that sticks out for your winner each year? Yeah, we, you know, as you mentioned, we call it live it, show it, share it. So the it is, is the faith. And so it's, it's about the faith. And, you know, what really stands out is um, how in tune these students are with their faith and uh, how um, forward they are, how proud they are, um, willing they are to talk about it and how it affects and impacts their lives. So that's always uh, so exciting and, and encouraging to see. Uh, and then we also, at the, well, once we get to a top 10, we invite them into interviews. So all 10 of the finalists will receive at least $1,000. But for the grand prize, they come in and they interview with a panel of our CEO, the superintendent of Catholic schools, uh, usually a, a high-ranking individual from one of the Catholic universities in the area. And they sit across from them and answer some questions. And it, that's just amazing to see um, how poised 
um, and, and confident and, and, uh, and well that they speak about, you know, themselves, their faith, uh, and their future. That's great preparation, not only, you know, obviously to receive a scholarship, but also for life and, and job interviews going forward. So that's that's a good thing in and itself as well. The deadline for entry is Sunday, December 6th. You can find out more information on the Alliance Catholic Credit Union website. I think I asked you this last year, but any staff members trying to compete and, you know, create a parable amongst themselves too? <laughs> Uh, you know, we have one that's on the site that we use for illustration uh, because we want to be able to show or demonstrate, you know, what we mean. Um, so our staff actually created that, and, uh, and she put that together. Um, so we, we kind of say to ourselves, well, if, it's, uh, if we can't do it, then we probably shouldn't be asking the uh, students to do it. So that's on there. That's on the site. People can use that as kind of a, a guidance or uh, to, to get an idea or example of, of where they might be able to go with it. The Catholic High School League, certainly a big partnership for you guys. You've partnered with uh, a number of the local universities as well. Another one of our fine sponsors in Siena Heights University, you guys partner with their eSports team, right? Yes, we've uh, been the sponsor of their eSports team the last few years. That's something they started up uh, a couple years ago. It's, it's so exciting uh, to see um, you know, the, uh, the level of involvement that the success that they've had, they, they, uh, compete with big schools, university of Michigan, big 10 schools, uh, and do really well. So it's, uh, I know it's a growing sport. I think some high schools are starting to pick up esports, And, um, so it's great to see just another avenue, uh, for young people to be able to kind of pursue their dreams and, and get some help with their education. Uh, Keith, always great to talk to you. Look forward to the winning entries and the, and the top five of entries as we go forward in that Live It, Show It, Share It scholarship contest. You can visit www.alliancecatholic.com for more information. Be well, Keith. Good to talk with you. Thanks, Jeremy. Really appreciate it as always, and uh, looking forward to the second half. Stick with us here on The Patriot. That second half coming up next. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic University in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.sienaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you. Have we gotten to the point where at some high school game that an official has finally had enough from coaches, players, and adults, pulls off the whistle, and offers it to you? Let's hope not. There's no way you could do a better job. It's on everyone to promote good sportsmanship. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Promoting the value and values of educational athletics. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it. Bringing you the weather, the traffic 
and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. The CHSL Game of the Week halftime show continues next. Hello, friends. This is John McCullough, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk Radio, and then scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. Hey everyone, Mac Horvath, Senior Mortgage Banker at Mitten Mortgage Lending and Varsity Basketball Coach at Divine Child, here with our broker, Chris Sabonic. For this week's two-minute drill, we want to talk to you guys about what you can expect when you're working with our Mitten Mortgage team. Thanks, Mac. Hey, everyone. Some of you that called in last week, your new mortgage is already in process with us, so you guys know what to expect. But if you haven't reached out yet, give us a call. There's no stupid questions when it comes to this stuff, so don't be afraid to reach out. We're going to connect you with one of our bankers who's going to be happy to answer all of your questions and review your current mortgage with you. Ultimately, if it's not worth it to refi, we're just going to tell you. Another big benefit for our clients is our ability to obtain interest rates at wholesale costs. As an independent broker, we are signed up with multiple lenders so we can shop your rates and costs with several different companies and see who has the best pricing for your individual mortgage needs. We know everyone's situation is going to be a little bit different, and that is the benefit of having multiple lenders. Yep, that's right. When you call one of the big lenders or big banks, you're only going to get what they can offer you. Most often, we can actually obtain rates through these same large lenders at better pricing than you can due to our wholesale relationships with them as a broker. It's definitely worth it to have a quick 5-10 to minute conversation with us to see if we can save you money by lowering your rate, shaving years off your mortgage, or potentially both. I have a lot of clients right now that are saving tens of thousands of dollars over the life of their loan after refinancing. Give us a call today at 734-922-2252. That's 734-922-2252. Visit us online at mittenloans.com or feel free to stop by our office on Biddle in downtown Wyandotte. We'd love to help with your home financing and look forward to working with you. Well, that wraps up the two-minute drill with Mitten Mortgage Lending here today. Be sure to reach out to them for your home financing needs, whether it be a refinance, a new home purchase, or just to get pre-approved for your new loan. Let the team at Mitten Mortgage Lending be on your team. You can reach out to them today at 734-922-2252 or visit mittenloans.com slash apply to get started. You can also research or read reviews on Google and Facebook. Second half getting closer and closer here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriots, stick with us. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Hey, Warrior fans, this is Sean Belegian cordially inviting you to join us back on the highway right here on your home for the Warriors FM 1015, AM 1400, The Patriot. Every Saturday until December 19th, we get in the time machine and we head back to 2011 and look back on that magical season right here, 1 o'clock on Saturdays on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Hugh Hewitt explains why all eyes are on Georgia. Let me tell you what depends upon those Georgia Senate races. If both of them are won, the Supreme Court will not be packed. The United States military will not be defunded. There will not be socialized medicine. There will not be a Green New Deal. There will not be 
an absurd bailout of the deep blue states, and a, a hundred other things if Purdue and Leffler win. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 6 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week. The second half starts next. Hello, friends. This is John McCullough, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk Radio, and then scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. Now, let's send it back to the Mitten Mortgage Lending broadcast booth for the start of the second half. Alliance Catholic Credit Union takes care of you and your money. Once again, as part of their sponsorship of the Catholic High School League, Alliance Catholic is offering $20,000 in scholarships to students attending a Catholic League school in the 21-22 academic year. Now it's in its fifth year, the Live It, Show It, Share It Scholarship Contest provides families with a great opportunity to help support their investment in a Catholic education. Ten students, yes, ten students will be awarded scholarships with a grand prize of $6,000. For all the details and to apply, visit AllianceCatholic.com. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. I also want to remind you that the broadcast and streaming rights of today's game is a copyrighted presentation of the Michigan High School Athletic Association and WDTK, The Patriot. No reproduction, retransmission, or other distribution of the descriptions or accounts of this game may take place without the express written consent of the MHSAA and WDTK Detroit. Jeremy Adel back alongside Chad Bush to bring you the call here today, 31-8. to is our score as we head into the second half of action in favor of Loyola. How did they get there? Well, they got there by just running all over Foley early and doing it with multiple backs, with power, speed, uh, agility, and just willing their way down the field on the ground. And how about, you know, we haven't talked about it enough. I haven't mentioned it. The offensive line for Loyola has been outstanding and Harmon we give a lot of love to. But their offensive line's been great, blowing holes open for these backs as well. So the Bulldogs have done it every which way. They've also thrown it uh, well tonight, efficiently, very efficiently tonight. And so, yeah, the Bulldogs got here by just running, running, running. Foley's got to do something now. They're down 23 points. you got to make a statement on your first drive. They get the football, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. They scored on their last possession. Let's see if they can't get a little uh, double dip. Uh, double down on, uh, you know, eight, 9, 10, and 11. Loyola waiting for a football here. They finally get it. They're going to place this ball on the 40-yard line in between the hash marks here. And they'll kick it right to left into the crisp Saturday night air. Here, what feels more like the season here on November 14th all of a sudden? We were in the 80s. High 70s last week, and now we're in the... Did you get outside? I hope you didn't stay inside the, those No, I told you. Days. I played a little pickleball. Now, one day outside. I talked Rakes to you. Some you, were, leaves. you still hadn't gotten outside. You were, you were supposed to take the baby for a walk and all the ended up things. Getting, I ended up getting outside. <laughs> I did. I did. I fulfilled uh, some check marks across the list. 
You know how those honey lists go as a newlywed. This kickoff is going to whirl out of bounds and draw another flag at the 10-yard line. It's one of the furthest kickoffs we've seen so far here tonight, but uh, nonetheless going to draw a procedure call. Now time to take a peek at our Mint Mortgage lending keys to the second half for Bishop Foley. Mint Mortgage can help you land the keys to your new house. Contact them today for a pre-approval. Quickly, what do you think? Get the ball into the hands of Zyder. Get the ball into the hands of Kidder. Two guys, get them the football. Get easy passes from Goff to these guys in space. They spot the football on the 35-yard line here of Bishop Foley on the near hash. They'll move left to right in this third quarter of action. Down 31-8. to eight. Dylan Goff kicks his right leg as he sends a man in motion to the near side. That's Gus Toppy. They want to start it on the ground with Jackson Zyder. He doesn't give up on the play as he was nearly barreled behind the line of scrimmage by double five Derek Harmon. He has to settle for chasing him out of bounds. Nonetheless, it is a one-yard loss. It could have been four, five, or six, depending on how that resulted in the end. They've put number 22, Jack Hopkins, in the backfield to sort of help out Jackson Zyder and get him loose. But that time there was nothing on the left side, and it completely forced him outside into the sideline quickly. And that's something a little new to Bishop Foley, really, at all. They don't really have fullbacks in their offenses. Jackson Zyder again makes something out of nothing. It looked like he was dead red for a two- or three-yard loss at around the 30-yard line. He zigzagged his way to the near sideline to gain the original line of scrimmage, and it looks like that's it. So a one-yard gain up to the 35 as it's marked on the near hash. In another sloppy exchange. That was a bobbled snap that popped into the hands of Zyder. That was not a design for him. He ended up bailing them out. Good hands, good concentration. But again, sloppy exchange from center to quarterback tonight. Trips left, one to the near side. Goff looks left, has a man. little crossing route. He makes a catch. It's Gus Toppy who is twirled around with the jersey tug there by Cameron. Or check that. That's Miles McFarlane here tonight. McFarlane with the number change from 44 to 22. And they'll have to punt it away on fourth and five. Yeah, punt it away again. Loyola has just been so solid on third down tonight. Giving up just one conversion on third down, according to my calculations. Now, punt return already tonight for a touchdown for Loyola. Watch out. They've got talent back there, and the ever-dangerous Henderson is deep. He's at the 26. Bishop Foley waiting as long as they can to snap this football, and it looks Uh. like they're going to burn... A timeout to prevent a delay of game. The only thing that makes sense here is if you're going to go for it on fourth down, mm-hmm. call a timeout. Otherwise, I don't think you call it. Now, I'm not trying to play coach. I'm just saying I think he's going to go for it if he, if it meant enough for him to get those five yards back. I don't know. I could be completely off base. I want to name our student connection player of the game in the post game, uniquely designed for success. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. Who's your front runner there? One more time, please. For the player of the game. Oh, runner. player of the game right yeah. now? Well, no, for the, who's your front runner? Right now, who's the leader <laughs> in the clubhouse? Man, you're asking for early predictions. Um, I think that the guy right now is going to be uh, Marable. Mm-hmm. He set the tempo for this offense. 
some nice plays defensively as well as Gustapi barrels his punt angled to the left side trying to shade it away from Henderson all the other athletes out there success on that as it falls back at the 35 yard line it'll be first down and 10 for the Bulldogs there can I change my selection? No. <laughs> All right, you said a leader in the clubhouse. <laughs> this would be my next guy, which sure, really is sure. my leader. Now that I talk some sense into myself, Derek Harmon. Mm-hmm. He's the MVP. He's the leader in the clubhouse, in my opinion. Or he's my number two, if you make me uh, pick so. Those one-arm tackles. He's able to kind of bully down offensive players on the other end scampering on the inside is a guy who's been a tone setter offensively as well it's Kamari Wright stutter steps at the 35 across the 40 and finally tarot down at the 42 two yard shy of a first down at second and two that was all Harmon again Harmon came from that left tackle spot and caved that side in and pushed the D lineman undersized no doubt but quick Harmon pushed him out sealed that edge technique sound do you think this kid might be loafing this is what colleges look at how does he play right now when the game's a little bit out of hand garrett has the shotgun snap fades to the middle of the field has a completion there at the 40 yard line shaking defenders everywhere shenard foster a little stiff arm and he's into the center of the end zone gets by jackson zeiner for the second time here today loyola was looking for a statement on their first drive and they got it Another slithering route by Foster, and it's 37 to 8. Foster's electric. I mean, I don't know how else to describe this guy. He's just like a, a mighty mouse. The guy's just doesn't go down. He's fast. He's agile. Uh, what is he, 5'8? Man, fun to watch. This kid's a Division I player. I'm telling you. He's a Division I player. Somebody will take a chance on him despite his stature and and he's a division one player foster to kick the extra point as well has faced some pressure from foley but able to barrel it through above the middle up right there 924 left to play in the third quarter here 38 to 8 is the loyola lead thanks to another Siena heights university touchdown find out more at go.sienaheights.edu stick with us here on the patriot the CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. Joe Biden's coronavirus task force that he has created is recommending a lockdown of four to six weeks, the entire country. My question is, will Americans who voted for Joe Biden think that's a great idea, a wonderful way to have even more Americans lose their livelihood, which will not help the virus? That's the question, and we have the happiness hour, thank God, on the next Dennis Prager Show. Dennis Prager, weekdays at noon on The Patriot. Jeremy and Chad back with you here from Madison Heights, Michigan, 38 to eight is the lead for the home Loyola Bulldogs here today. 924 left to play in the third quarter. Another touchdown. This time via the pass. A really good pass from Garrett. And the offense behind him did the rest. That's to do a whole lot out there when those running backs and wide receivers are doing their thing. Adam Kidder gonna take the kickoff 
from the 15-yard line, sputter his way up to the 25 in front of his own bench over there, and that is where Jill and Goff and company will take the football back. Can I update my leaders in the clubhouse? Yeah, already. Yeah. yeah, it's one play. Okay. Shenard Foster <laughs> is my new leader in the clubhouse. All right. I mean, you do that again. You kick an extra point. You know, you go in, you try to sell popcorn. They tell you they can't. It's COVID. You can't sell popcorn, Shenard. I mean, dude should be player of the game right now. Bob with a snap. It was about knee high, and he brought it back up like he was fielding a ground ball that took a bad hop. Yeah, and well a false said. false start is going to be the call in the end. It was all for naught against Bishop Fuller. He's like Dustin Johnson right mm. now with the Masters. What's he, 15 under? With a, with a Alex was just checking the 16 score under. Too. It's night now in Augusta. They're having to cut that short, I understand. Did you see that shot that bounced twice off the pond and yeah, went John Rom, yeah, Rombo, mm. yeah, Rombo, Arizona State guy, John Rom from the great country of Spain, yeah, he's awesome. He's not going to win this year though. Garrett takes the snap, looks to throw it off right side. It's complete over there. The kidder that made that catch, no, it's Zider, and he's hobbled as he hops back up. Boy, Zider's tough. He's been taking a licking tonight. Loyola has been on him. Well scouted, well positioned, very dif- disciplined football out of the Bulldogs defensively. It's back to the 18-yard line. Second down and long. 8.41 left to go on that winding clock here in the third quarter. 38-8. to eight. Fading back is Goff. He is in trouble and snacked down for the sack. It was Lonzi Tramble the third who makes a big play from his linebacker spot this time. He had a heck of a touchdown earlier as well on the catch, and they're going to lose some more. It's third and a mile. He's in my top five. Touchdown catch, a sack, a sneeze. This guy is just absolutely all over the place. Loyola's deep. I mean, they got 39 kids, and all of them are counted on and make an impact. Goff has Zyder to his left, takes the shotgun snap, looks to fade it off to him as pressure came. Zyder has it, looking to make a move at the 10-yard line. He does, moves to the 20, to the 30-yard line, still on his feet, and finally pushed it bounds. still shy of that first down. He had a long way to go just to gain back all the lost yardage because of the penalties yep. and the... Deep defense by this Loyola team. Big-time tackle made in the end by Miles McFarland, the senior. And it's going to bring up fourth and five after a gain of 20. Yeah, made 20 yards out of that. I tell you what, you gauge yourself how you do in open field against guys like uh, the athletes for Loyola. And that time, Zyder showed that he can hang at times. I mean, that was a nice run in open field. Broke a couple tackles and ran away from a couple guys for a minute. So that's that's a nice, impressive burst. But they're punting. They're punting away again. Punt going to float and be fumbled at the 40-yard line there by the Bulldogs. Russell for the football. Loyola comes up with it, and they look to run with it. Foster to the near side and midfield to the 40-yard line. No Trying way. to track over another defender at the 30. Reverses field. He was out of bounds, though, <laughs> as he was in front of Gus Toppy. He tried to spin around again, but he stepped that left foot on the white paint. He's something else. 
Oh, he's spinning, spinning, doing wheel. Uh, this is a guy that you wouldn't be surprised to do about 100 straight backflips from the goal line to the other goal line. That kind of an athlete, that was fun to watch. How did he get the football, first of all? <laughs> well, he got the football. It was fumbled. And it looked it, like Foley had a chance to get it. Foley had it. It was grabbed by Roger Martin, mm. and Roger Martin lost it. And somehow Foster got it and ran 70 yards. From the Bishop Ish. Foley 25-yard line is where they scrimmage from. They're going to run on the first play left side and lose two yards there. It's Marable, who doesn't uh, get taken down for a loss much. No, no, credit Foley. They were on it. Good pursuit, good edge contain as well. Look who's back in there as well. The senior Nick Harnadek is back in there. So that's good news. One of two seniors playing tonight for Bishop Foley. Yeah, that injury looked bleak. He was down there for a good two, three minutes and had to be helped off the field by two separate people, a Loyola staffer and a Bishop yeah. Foley staffer. But great to see the senior back out there and mm -hmm. fighting. Mm -hmm. Some of his last snaps, you'd think, of his high school career. Yeah. Lawrence Tech is high on him. Yeah. Okay. The NAI level. Look at you all over the, the, the NAI football recruiting <laughs> scoop. Brian Barnes helped, but all right, well that's the head cool. coach, but yeah. Don't don't uh, hey, you know the scoop there. Second down and seven, right to let they move here in the third quarter. Looks like an option. They fake the pitch to the running back and Garrett's gonna keep it, dragging the pile inside the twenty all the way up to the sixteen yard line, and Kevin Rogers said it. We're going to run him a little bit more in the playoffs just because to shake up the playbook, and he looked like a natural there. Yeah, he did, and, and they're going to get him used to carrying the football. He is Anthony Garrett, and why not? Why not get him carrying the football, make it an extra thing for opponents to scout in the playoffs in a short week? you got to get ready. Get ready for Garrett. He can throw it. He can run it. Third down and three, stays in the gun. Two wideouts, right next to blocker to his left side. Marable, the lone running back. Takes a long look over to the near sideline in those dark blue and light blue numbers here today. The throwbacks from 1997, their first year. Takes the snap a little high and outside. Handles it fine. One-handed grab. And looking to make a two-handed grab in the left side of the end zone is Jason Hardy. It's incomplete as it sparks out the back. Goff on coverage there. Very impressive throw. That's a beautiful throw. That's an A-plus throw. Colleges look at that and say, all right, that's a Division One kid. That is a heck of a throw. Should have been a touchdown. And your all-Catholic receiver catches that nine out of ten times. He dropped it there. That's Jason Hardy. Fourth down and three. Now the clock has stopped at 538 to go in the third. 38-8 to eight is the lead for Loyola. They're going to go for it. Inside the 20 of Bishop Foley here. Marable started down the middle. Bounced to the outside. What a decision that was. Is he going to get a first down plus four more up to the 12? Easy decision when you've got the ground game that Loyola has. It's one of the better run attacks that you'll see in the Catholic League. And there's a lot of good ones. But, man, this is an attack that you're seeing starting up front. Starting up front. It's been a dominant line of scrimmage gain and advantage for Loyola. Actually marked that at the 10-yard line. We're closer than normal here in the, this quaint setting, so it's hard to tell sometimes where they spot the football. It is a first-and-goal scenario. Yep. 
Mirable with the football for the second straight play, but two or three ventures dragging him back for a couple yard loss. Yeah, I think down at the bottom of that pile, is that Hopkins? I think yep. it's Hopkins who made the play. Yep. Nice play by the young man. Jack Hopkins, his dad went to school here as well. Logan Renner was also in the area there, and they like Renner and Roy, two younger yeah. defensive linemen. Renner the sophomore, Roy the junior. This team is stacked with underclassmen. I mean, that's all they are in Foley. If you're Foley, you're feeling really good about your future. Second down and goal from the Bishop Foley 12. Garrett on the run to throw again. Looking to his back shoulder there, it's incomplete. McDonald, the running back, looking to curl on the edge of the white paint. Gustapi on coverage. Sorry, partner. Your quarterback's a junior, Goff. Kidder, sophomore, your top receiver. Costanza, your next you know, other receiver, 10th grader. Zyder, 10th grader, your top running back. Um, you lose Harb Bowie, but he's out of this game. Garrett's got another shotgun snap, third and goal. Floats it to the far side. It's bobbled over there. Two men for Foley were covering. Incomplete in the end as it falls through the hands. Boy, these numbers are tough to see. Should be turnover on downs, no? Was that not fourth down? That was third, yeah. That was that was third, okay. That was five. Kirion Davis, the intended target there. Kirion Wayward Son. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we're getting deep, aren't we? 418 <laughs> left to play in the third, 38-8. to eight. The Loyola lead trying to add to that now as they have a fourth and goal inside... The 15 of Bishop Foley here as the rain lightly falls. Garrett has the snap, fades back, looks left, has a man at the pylon, and Shannard Foster hops around and dances because he's got another Loyola touchdown. How about it? How about it is right. Shannard Foster caught it right at the pylon, right at the front of that end zone near side line. It, it, there was a there was a defender in front of him, by the way. How did the ball get past him? And Foster had his feet perfectly positioned, hauled it in, and falls out of bounds, and then comes back and does some backflips. Uh, or some athletic moves that, that, that you and I couldn't do if, if we tried. <laughs> and now he kicks the extra point. This one not quite good, but uh, the touchdown was good and then some. Another Siena Heights University score. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. 4-11 separating us from the fourth quarter here. 44-8. All Bulldogs here today as they play. Who let the dogs out? Back with more after this on the Patriot. We have always believed that every child learns differently. So we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way. In person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. TheStudentConnect.com. Welcome 
back, 44-8. Loyola leads Bishop Foley. Well, Alliance Catholic Credit Union takes care of you and your money. And once again, as part of their sponsorship of the Catholic High School League, Alliance Catholic is offering $20,000 in scholarships to students attending the Catholic League school in the 2021-22 academic year. Now in its fifth year, the Live It, Show It, Share It scholarship contest provides families with a great opportunity to help support their investment in a Catholic education. Ten students will be awarded scholarships with a grand prize of $6,000. For all the details to apply, visit AllianceCatholic.com. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. 45 degrees currently here in Madison Heights, Michigan. There has been a drizzle falling since the start of the second half. There's a lot of rain in the forecast, though. 11 p.m. all the way to 7 a.m. here Ooh. locally. Actually, no, all the way to 3 p.m. tomorrow. Oh, it's <laughs> going to make those leaves heavy tomorrow when I'm raking. Sure will. Mm. Baby. Hand off on the ground into the hands of Adam Kidder. He turns the corner but doesn't uh, find many yards to gain there. Call it a gain of maybe a half up to the 30-yard line. It's second and nine. It's a 36-point lead. That means the clock's running. That means 35 points or greater. The clock's going to run nonstop no matter what happens unless there's an injury, right? Yep. Injury, timeout is uh, about the only time that that clock stops. Personal foul is the call against Loyola after the play was a face mask. So they're looking to mark this football off here. Yeah, so. Midfield now. Foley wants to get another drive going. This is this is a drive that's important to Foley. They scored before half. They want to score again here in their uh, third drive of the second half. Dylan Goff back out there, the junior signal caller. Two wideouts to his right, one to the far side. Jackson Zider behind him here in the pistol. Leans in for the snap. He's got it. Actually, that's uh, Kidder in the backfield who receives the handoff for the second consecutive time. Not anything there as it's uh, taken down on the 49-yard line here on WDTK Detroit. 44-8, to eight, the lead for Loyola. I wonder how healthy Zyder is if he's not out there right now. Not to suspect anything, but if he's not out there and put Kidder back out there. Kidder hasn't seen a lot of time at this type of position. He's been a primary wide receiver. Came in 21 catches for 660 yards and 10 scores. Fades a pass to the far sideline through double coverage of the Bulldogs there. He was looking for Kidder, motioning out as a wide receiver target that time. Hardy and Shenard Foster, two guys who've done a lot of damage on the offensive side of the football for Loyola were back on coverage there. Even though the incompletion with the running clock scenario, 35 or more here in the second half, the clock continues to run. 44 to 8 with a buck 15 left. Two wide receivers left, one to the near side. Has the shotgun snap, fades it off across the line, looking for Harnadek, who lays out for it 
at midfield, but it dribbles through his hands and towards the Loyola bench. It's fourth and ten. When you invite that Loyola rush to come at you, watch out. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> they come at you quick. Goff had to hurry and just throw that thing up just out of the outstretched arms of uh, the tight end, Nick Harnadek, the 6'6 senior. Wide receiver and defensive lineman. Look forward to seeing him on the basketball court again this year for Bishop Foley. Yeah, was he uh, a force on the hardwood? They're a team that likes to shoot a lot, though. This one is through the middle, an incomplete pass intended for Angelo Costanza again, and that's going to lead to a turnover on down. Shenard Foster again with some lockdown coverage, and that should take us to the fourth quarter. 44-8, the lead for Loyola here in our Catholic League Game of the Week on the Patriot. More when we get back. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena, a Catholic university. Located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. Hugh Hewitt explains why all eyes are on Georgia. Let me tell you what depends upon those Georgia Senate races. If both of them are won, the Supreme Court will not be packed. The United States military will not be defunded. There will not be socialized medicine. There will not be a Green New Deal. There will not be an absurd bailout of the deep blue states and a a hundred other things if Purdue and Leffler win. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 6 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Now, let's return to the Mitten Mortgage broadcast booth for more CHSL football action. Twelve minutes, ten of the clock for the fourth quarter. Big time lead for the home team today, Detroit Loyola. It's 44-8 over Bishop Foley here in the district championship game. Under center is... Anthony Garrett, the quarterback here for Loyola. They have the football off a turnover on downs inside Loyola or inside Foley territory at the 49-yard line. They run it on the first play. No surprise there as he gains about four yards on that chunk. McDonald, who's been in and out of that running back spot so far here tonight. That one up to the 46. It's a second and six. One of four or five guys that Loyola could put back there and legitimately feel like they've got a chance to win with. Take your pick. Four guys, maybe five if you want. Probably got a sixth guy somewhere too. You? High snap for Garrett. He adjusts fine. McDonald is going to take that up the middle on a speeding play. 40-yard line. He hits the 38. He needed around the 39 for a first down as those chains again move left to right. On the far side, and you talk about it, Brockman, McDonald, Foster, Kamari Wright, yeah. Marable. You got it. There you go. Then you look at the guys on the outside as well. Jason Hardy has been impressive here tonight. Lonzi Tramble, a tight end, has caught a touchdown. McDonald is stuffed at the line of scrimmage this time around. 
Well, with Powamo Westphalia this week having to forfeit, I thought they were going to be their top roadblock, and I know you did too. One of their top roadblocks in Division Seven. They've been the thorn in the side of everybody in Division Seven. They're out of it now. It just makes things a little more, a little easier. Yeah, so as long as Loyola finishes off this game, which you think they would with the huge lead here, they take on New Lothrop at home here at Bishop Foley next week. Okay. Interesting to see when the game is. I mean, they've traditionally played Saturdays, but, uh, you know, that's to do with where Foley is. And I believe there's another team that runs out this field as well. Third and six coming up from the 35-yard line of play. So it's on the other side of the bracket, Traverse City, St. Francis, top left, will take on Oscoda next week. And then bottom left, Ithaca versus Cass City. So look out for that potential matchup uh, you know, at some point in the state final. That's where that would have to be if they're able to get by those other three teams as well. Garrett going to air it out. That's incomplete. Boy, Goff, the quarterback, back in coverage as a DB for Foley. Looked more like the intended target that time as it flies through his hands at the 10-yard line. We have a flag down at the 33, and the officials are actually going to stop play. Rare with this running clock scenario at 9.22 to go in a 44-8 to eight game. Then on the other side, we told you about New Lothrop. They're, they're top right in the bracket with Loyola. And then Schoolcraft and Jackson Lumen Christie will also take on each other in the bottom right. Lumen Christie coming off a 22-6 to six win over Monroe St. Mary Catholic Central. You'd have to think, and I don't know a whole lot about it, but Lumen Christie just always seems to find their way there. If the quick look at the new Lothrop Hornets, who would be the opponent for the winner of this game, they have scored no less than 35 points a game in every game this year. They scored 56 points today in their win and 63 points last week and 62 points the week before that. Incomplete pass for Garrett as he throws it through the hands of Jason Hardy. A mini leap for him at the first down sticks. That was a first fourth down and they're going to turn it over on downs to Bishop Foley as they take it back on their own 35 but what you say there rings a lot of uh, I think what Catholic Central is going to run into in Davison they've averaged 35 points a game as well that division one matchup between Catholic Central and Davison they beat Grand Blank this week 48-19 some other scores Around the state for your Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Looked like this Churchill won the Battle of Livonia yesterday, mm-hmm. 36 to 28. How about Oak Park? 0-6 heading into the playoffs. Have won their third consecutive game against some decent teams. Gross Point South, UAD, and now Roosevelt, 27 to 14. The final in that one. Dylan Goff takes a shotgun snap here on a first and ten from their own 35. Looking for Jack Hopkins on a short route at around the 40-yard line over his head as he kind of hovered around like a center fielder looking to go against the wall there at second and 10. Romeo got a 45-27 to win over Stony Creek as well. West Bloomfield, how about this score? 63-6 to wow. over 7-2 and two, Sterling Heights-Stevenson. Just one loss coming into that game. Man, goes to show you, I guess, where the OAA is and 
Tip pass, it's intercepted here by Loyola. Moving on the far sideline and rising that football in midair as he crosses the goal line is Rashawn Wells. How about it? Pick six for Loyola as to the celebration mode for these fans and these pumped-up student-athletes here tonight. They've scored on special teams. They've scored on offense, and now Loyola has scored on defense. They've hit the trifecta. They've hit half a hundo, and they lead with a 7-11 to go, 50-8. to Another Siena Heights University touchdown. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. Shenard Foster in to attempt the extra point here. Jason Hardy is your holder. Long snap is in. Foley sending one man in to pressure on the far side. That's Michael Martino. And we have a flag. It's an offsides against Bishop Foley. The kick was up and good. Not sure they're going to count it, though. Or will they? Looks like they might. Loyola trotting to the near sideline. Yeah, they're going to decline this. I think it's an offsides. Are they going to decline it? Now the offense trotting back out there. The special teams unit, I should say. Or they're sending the offense out, it looks like. Yeah, maybe they, I guess they want to go for two. Maybe looking it's to work closer on something now. here. Yeah, work on your two-point plays. Yeah, work on your offensive two-point plays right now. Just give it to Foster. I mean, really. Just give it to Foster. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know who's in the backfield? Derek Harmon. <laughs> Derek right. Harmon is the deep back. The fullback to the right is Jeff Hayes. No, and we have a delay of, was it a delay of game against Loyola? Or what was that called? Legal substitution. Legal substitution. They got a guy in there late. They've got Harmon in the backfield. This should be fun. <laughs> so this is 100%. We want to work on something. We want to work on our, what is he, 280? 6'6", 280, 300? I think more 300 range. Oh my goodness. This don't a... list heights and weights on the Loyola roster, but oh my. Harmon has the football tripped up as he bobbled it. And... James Braswell can say that he tackled a Big Ten player as a junior to finish <laughs> off what's been a nice campaign for Bishop Foley this year. 60 tackles on defense, five forced fumbles. In his last three games alone, he has been the bona fide starter going down the stretch for these ventures. 50-8, to eight, the lead for the Bulldogs. 7-11 left to play in this game here on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. I want to share something with you from Carl Sagan. Here it is. Quote, one of the saddest lessons of history is this. If we've been bamboozled long enough, we tend to reject any evidence of the bamboozle. We're no longer interested in finding out the truth. The bamboozle has captured us. It's simply too painful to acknowledge even to ourselves, that we've been taken. The John McCullough Show, weekday evenings at 6 on The Patriot.
Two-point conversion was failed. They try to get Derek Harmon a touch in the backfield. He was brought down by James Braswell. Here's a nice return developing for the Ventures along the right side across the 40-yard line up to the midfield stripe is Adam Kidder. Finally tripped down at the 48-yard line of Loyola here. Said it before, but it's worth repeating. Foley has a really nice core of players coming back next year, led by their, their skilled guys. Goff, the quarterback, Kidder right there, who you saw with a ton of speed. Zyder at the running back spot and, and several others to fill in. Toppy's back as well. He's a 10th grader. I like how they show the middle school that they went to. Yeah, that's a cool touch. Yeah, any from your uh, former school? St. Joan of Arc. Do, 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 do not see it. Okay. Well, no. SJA Charger. Yeah? yeah? Awesome. Where'd you go? I went to St. Williams. Did not play football for them. I played for the Wald Lake Braves. Really? Played for the City League instead of the school league because it, it was too small of a grade school. Okay. So um, no football at all then? No football for the school at all. And then I went to the public junior high and played for the Wald Lake Junior High Redskins. Who had like a hundred game win streak, and then when I started playing there, I think we went five hundred and broke this really long streak of dominance. Mm. Yeah, did you hard. fumble in all those losses? Or I don't <laughs> think so. I don't think so. That's a heck of a thing to ask. Uh, how many touchdowns did you score? How many? Uh, how did you fumble it all? I'm joking, I'm joking. I know, I know. We it's all know hilarious. your illustrious career. No, not very, yeah, so illustrious. <laughs> no, it, I turned it over a few times in my career, no doubt. I did. Curtis, I got little hands. How are you supposed to hold on to the football with hands this size? Look at that. Oh, yeah. yeah. My hands are bigger. Look your hands are bigger. Hmm. Yeah. Never knew that. Yeah, little known. You got to get into a rolling <laughs> clock before you start to discover <laughs> what another man's hands, how your another man's hands match up with another man's hands. <laughs> Man, oh, man. 15, is the clock running? Did you, did you stop that clock? <laughs> Who, Six why? Left. Oh, my goodness. Stop the clock. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's your booth. We're just here renting space. Not even renting. <laughs> we digress. Bishop Foley has the football on the 45-yard line. There was a penalty pre-snap that pushed him back to that, and Hopkins is going to gain that all the way back to midfield. Second down and 10, and there is a yeah. Bishop Foley man down. Yes, there is. He's trying to get up, too, and this looks like a uh, wind not dot, knocked out of him. This is Hopkins. This is Jack Hopkins, the junior fullback, H-back. And uh, tell you what, Loyola, Loyola comes with bad intentions. That's what you're taught. You come with bad intentions, and they hit hard, and they play clean. They play very clean, but in football, it's a mean game. And when you get hit like this, uh, there's a, some force coming from the boys in blue. You're going to have some injuries. We've seen a lot tonight. Lions Catholic Credit Union takes care of you and your money. Once again, as part of their sponsorship of the Catholic High School League, Lions Catholic is offering $20,000 in scholarships to students attending a Catholic League school in the 21-22 academic year. Now it's in its fifth year, the Live It, Show It, Share It. Scholarship contest provides families with a great opportunity to help support their investment in a Catholic education. Ten students will be awarded scholarships with a grand prize of $6,000. 
For all the details and to apply, visit AllianceCatholic.com. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Goff has the shotgun snap, fades back, looking to pass right side. Log jamming that right side of the field is Adam Kidder. It's through his hands at the 20-yard line and incomplete. Kidder has been used and targeted quite a bit here tonight on offense. He has. You can tell he's worn down. Poor guy. I mean, he's 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 uh, he's coming back from that far side. Ran about 40 yards. He's been all over. They have not had the kind of chemistry and success as Goff and Kidder tonight that they've had all season long. Jeremy just hasn't been there. And when you're constantly in catch-up mode and the defense knows you're going to throw the football, you're in obvious passing downs. It's tough to get get loose and get cohesive. Third down and 10 for Bishop Foley. Under four minutes to go in this game. 50-8 to eight is the lead for the Bulldogs. Another pass targeted right side. Much shorter this time. A five-yard route for Adam Kidder is incomplete. It brings up fourth. Just a, I'm sorry, Jeremy. Uh, just a simple hitch route on the outside, and Goff just overshot him too tall. About five feet too tall. and It's a, a part of the accuracy thing they're working on with Goff. They're excited about him getting ready in the offseason to come back a more accurate passer. Trips to his left. He fades back, looks for a short pass to Adam Kidder here. Looking to make a move as he enters into Loyola territory at the 45. And it's short of a first down by about three yards. So that means Loyola will take it back and have one more possession. And now Malik Marable is down for the Bulldogs on the edge of B for BFC. Bishop Foley Catholic here on their home field usually. Here, but Loyola, the tenants, the home squad here today, 50-8. The Bulldog League, 3.23 left. We hope to see you again somewhere next week. Matchup to be announced. You can check our website, PatriotDetroit.com, or our Twitter as well to get yeah. the most up-to-date updates on that as well. We've got some candidates. We do. Right. We've got Catholic Central. Catholic Central and Davison, DeLaSalle and Warren Mott, Everest and Petersburg Summerfield and Loyola and New Lothrop. How about it? Some tough choices for the uh, executive committee to make. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> executive committee. <laughs> yeah, hey, you're, you're a part of that executive committee. <laughs> At CHSL on WDTK is our Twitter handle to check for that update. Again, at CHSL on WDTK. Whistle here, a flag here. Clock will continue to run. We're under three minutes. Getting a little sloppy, but it's been all Loyola, and it's uh, it's been... A, a, a statement game for the Bulldogs who just continue to show that they're deep at every position and dominating on every side. They were much sharper tonight than they were, I thought, than last week. I mean, they were clean on the defensive side. They started fast offensively, and they really didn't, didn't let up the entire game. I'm sure that was the emphasis heading into this yes. week. you got to remember they were coming off that virtual bye as New Haven forfeited in the first round of the playoffs, so they got a week off in a sense. I mean, they didn't know that was going to happen until late in the week. That's been the case for them twice now this season. They've had two forfeit wins, and just don't like to see that. 
no, in the state don't. playoffs. But there were three other ones in the MHSA this week. Ithaca, Paloma, Westphalia, ending mm. in an Ithaca win. Grand Rapids, Catholic Central, and Portland ended up being a, ending up in a GRCC win in North Farmington. And wow. South Lyon ends up in a North Farmington win. You throw in... Warren Mott and Groves. Groves having a, a couple ineligible players that they didn't realize maybe fell under that threshold until now. They have to forfeit their run going forward. Of all things, it wasn't even a COVID forfeit. True. Yeah, you look at it and, you know, 10 years down the line, you say, oh, that, that was COVID. Right. Not, you just, it just gets mumble jumbled yeah. into COVID, no it, doubt. It won't say why it or, was. Or mumble forfeit. jumbled into 2020. Sure. <laughs> That's good enough reason there. My goodness gracious. What are we in November? We get another month mm. of. Uh, okay. We'll be quite the Happy New Year celebration, oh, won't it? Oh, man. <laughs> to yeah. be out of it. Yes, a lot to celebrate. What is this? On the ground again are the Bulldogs in a second and 20. And they're going to gain a first down off a 22 yard run to the left side. Mm. It looked like. It looked like Loyola was the only one that knew that the play had begun. Foley was just standing there, and I think they caught him off guard with a quick snap, and you just can't give these Loyola running backs, whether they're one or five in the depth chart, that much space to run. Big chunk play on first down, and a first down. One seventeen left on the clock here in the fourth quarter, 50-8. to eight. The Loyola lead here. It's McDonald again on first down, sprints across the left side outside of the hash marks here across the 35 up to the 33-yard line. It's going to be one yard shy of a first down here. They're going to give him a first down. One more play really is all they have to run before this thing is a uh, official ball game. 40 seconds left into it. Long stare to the Near sideline for Anthony Garrett. Remember, this is a team that hardly threw the football last year. Guy and Garrett, who was on the team, you know, didn't throw it maybe 20 times all of last year, and he's doing that sometimes per half at this point. Tonight it was the run game that got them going, and it's the run game that's going to finish as they get a first down along the left side, and the Bulldogs are going to win a district championship again here tonight, 50-8. to eight. Your final score. Post game when we get back on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. Sportsmanship has never been more important between the lines in athletics and outside those lines in our communities. To listen, to respect, to understand, to practice common decency, to have competition without contentiousness. Sportsmanlike qualities are essential components of life itself. Let's all work together to not only be good sports, but good people. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Stay tuned for the post-game show next on The Patriot. Mike Gallagher says the fight isn't over. The Democrats can't hide their glee right now. They're very excited about transforming this country in a way that we've never seen. If they get their wish, the Green New Deal will be the least of our problems. 
Every one of us needs to be engaged in a way we never have before. Everybody needs to be ready. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. For a student connection player of the game, student connection is uniquely designed for success. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. 50 to 8, your final score in this one. Who do you have? Shenard Foster. Shenard Foster is listed as an athlete, and it's because he does so many things and he does them all well. Shenard Foster, three touchdowns tonight, a punt return for a touchdown, two touchdown receptions. He was electric, and he was all over the field. A guy that uh, also kicked a couple extra points, Jenard Foster. No doubt, your player of the game for Detroit Loyola. We'll break down this brackets here in Division 7. We've already talked about it a little bit, but there's some good teams in it. We'll talk about that and more when we get back. Again, 50-8 is your final score in this one in favor of the home Loyola Bulldogs here today. District champions again. Back with more after this on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. Hey, Warrior fans, this is Sean Belegian cordially inviting you to join us back on the highway right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015, AM 1400, The Patriot. Every Saturday until December 19th, we get in the time machine and we head back to 2011 and look back on that magical season right here one o'clock on Saturdays on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400, The Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week postgame show continues next. Hello, friends. This is John McCullough, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to radio.com, tap Choose News Talk Radio, and then scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick up the radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at radio.com. Division 7 bracket as Loyola has now cruised to a regional game. Once again, 50-8, the final score in this one over Bishop Foley. The two games that you look about as uh, big opportunities, Lumen Christie and Monroe St. Mary Catholic Central matched up yesterday. That was a 22-6 final in favor of Lumen Christie. They will take on Schoolcraft. Now Loyola takes on New Lothrop on the right side of the bracket. On the left, you have Traverse City, St. Francis, and Oscoda. And then on the bottom left, it's Ithaca and Cass City. So you look at Ithaca, you look at New Lothrop, and you look at Loyola, and you look at Lumen Christi. I mean, those are the top teams, and there's a good amount of them. There are. And surprisingly, Lumen Christi has four losses this year. Mm -hmm. They've lost four times, one due to forfeit. And you mentioned St. Francis. St. Francis beat Lumen Christie, 21 to 20 back in the 23rd of October. So, uh, interesting little handicap there. But yeah, uh, hey, look, New Lothrop shouldn't be overlooked. Again, they've put up 35 or more points every game this year. 35 was the least amount, and that was in game one. The other games via Alliance Catholic 
Credit Union scoreboard next week. For the Rice fell to Chelsea, so they finished seven and two on the season. De La Salle beat Port Huron yesterday, 36 to nothing. They will take on Warren Mott for regional title at Warren Mott, uh, presumably next Friday. Everest Collegiate is moving on to another regional game as well as they beat Shrine today, 23 to 13. They'll have Petersburg Summerfield. That's a four and five team in Division A. You look out for Everest. They're a team to watch for that uh, D8 title. We talked about it before. Catholic Central defeating White Lake Lakeland 45-17 to yesterday. 9-0 on the year. Their first district title since 17. Their 14th since 1999. 14 of them since 99. They'll take on Davison for a regional crown. Final postgame segment when we get back 50-8. to Your final score is Loyola beats Bishop Foley here tonight. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Politics and religion. It's been said that you don't discuss them in mixed company. Probably by someone who didn't really understand either of them. Why follow their rules? Detroit has two radio stations that shatter them. One documents the rebuilding of a great America. While the other shares the promise of the infinite. The Patriot has all the great news about growing the economy and a strengthening nation. Faith Talk Detroit raises the soul and affirms the heart. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. And Faith Talk Detroit on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. The CHSL Game of the Week post-game show continues next. This is Chris McCourtney with Salem Media Group Detroit. Here's the truth. One in three men will be diagnosed with cancer within their lifetime. This month, I'm growing my beard for Grow Nation Michigan to make men's cancer screenings a topic of conversation. As men, we aren't always comfortable talking about our own health, let alone cancer, but we have to. It's a matter of saving lives. Visit PatriotDetroit.com for more information and share your Movember pictures with us on social media. got jiggy with it throughout this night. We saw some dancing in the left side of the end zone, particularly by Shenard Foster. He looked uh, cool out there, didn't he? Foster looked great. Kamari right with some runs. Uh, how about Garrett? Threw the football effectively, efficiently. We saw Braylon McDonald run the football. Um, you know, one guy we didn't mention, and that was uh, Jape Brockman. I, I don't think we called his name tonight. He's another guy we saw last week that was outstanding, and I don't remember him getting a call or carry tonight and another guy roger martin as well he's been out the last couple of weeks he was in a boot um last saturday when we were here they were expecting hey maybe he plays last saturday if he's feeling fine and the game uh is close didn't see him for a good reason maybe the same reason here today talked to kevin rogers yesterday he was hoping to have him see some snaps today just to get back into game action and win what they thought would be a tighter game than what it was 50 to 8 the final score over Bishop Foley here tonight but that's another guy I mean you look at how successful the running game and the receiving game was and they're without two of you know two of their top guys that have performed well this season yeah the depth is there it's all lined up for Loyola long run into the state tournament but hey look these teams I know we're not as familiar with them but every year it seems like and I'll say from personal experience, you think, oh, okay, well, it's new Lothrop. Yeah, they don't play anybody. They score 60 points a game, but they don't play. Well, that part of that's true, but these teams <laughs> have systems that work well. 
and they have confidence, and they, they see and do these things for a reason. So Loyola's going to have to be on their P's and Q's next week, especially on defense. They'll be tested with that uh, prolific offense. Maybe we'll cover the game. Maybe we won't. But I know that uh, you'll have all the announcements coming out early next week and look forward to hearing what's coming out, as I know all of our fans are, and, and we really appreciate uh, all the fans listening tonight. At CHSL on WDTK on Twitter. Again, that's at CHSL on WDTK. Follow that for updates on uh, what game we will be, what time our pregame show will start, and what day we'll be coming out. We've had a lot of mix and match. You know, We have a little bit more availability with no Wayne State football here in the fall as normal, so that's why you've been seeing some Saturday games and some double games as well. We are looking to cover at least one game all the way home to a state championship, which is confirmed will be at Ford Field this year. That's a welcome uh, sight for sure. Looking forward to that, partner. Had fun again tonight. I know a lopsided score, but always a pleasure. Had fun, and uh, thank you for another good time on a Friday. Make it a Saturday night. 58, your final score in this one. For my broadcast partner, Chad Bush, Alex Westfall, and Brian Bolesky, I'm Jeremy Idle. We'll see you next week. Have a great night, everybody. You've been listening to the CHSL Game of the Week, sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, Siena Heights University, The Student Connection, and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Follow us on Twitter for updates and upcoming games at CHSL on WDTK. Stay tuned to FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot.